morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. Listen, if you can't see the smile on my face right now, I pray that you can hear it because this is a fantastic and a wonderful morning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I'm not sure about you, but we're about to get this thing started. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's a day where we really don't feel like getting up because a lot of us probably tired from yesterday. But guess what? We're still about to start our day off the right way. Y'all know what this is. This is the early morning praise party, the best clubhouse room on Clubhouse. The room where we get everything crunk and started in the morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music. So with that being said, y'all, we're going to go ahead and start the party. We're going to go ahead and start the show. We're going to have an amazing show today because we got some things to talk about. We got some interesting things to talk about because I got to tell you, I wouldn't sing Batman last night, right? And I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed by this new Batman, but I ain't going to talk about it just yet. I ain't going to talk about it just yet we got a whole room we got a whole three hours of show to go so guess what let's go ahead and pop it over to our first song of the day let's bring some people into the room and let's get this party started because i'm not sure about you guys but i feel something special gonna happen on today not just in my life but for everybody that's connected to me i just feel like something great is about to happen but anyway let's go ahead and kick it over to this first song and then we're gonna come back with prayer is that all right all right, let's go. I know this is a big city, but I want you to clap your hands like you're from North Carolina. Like you're from girl, North Carolina. Come on. I'm not 
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm not sure where you are right now, but I pray that you are starting your morning off the right way. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I'm not sure where you are right now. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work or somewhere working out, or maybe you called off of work today, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. You know what that means with the right attitude, right people, right mindset, right spirit, right routine, all that good, right stuff to make sure your day goes the right way. Y'all know how I am. I just believe by faith that when you start your month with God, your day with God, when you give God your first, guess what? He's able to rest, rule, and reign over the rest. He's able to take the rest of your day and make it the best day ever. I don't know about y'all, but every time I give God my day, guess what? It goes a little bit better than I expected it. It goes a little bit better than I wanted it to. I told y'all lately, I've been not feeling so up to par, and I feel like, you know what I'm saying, I've been in a rut sometimes. But, you know, lately here, God has been building my momentum. Lately here, God has been trying to accelerate me and push me into a new dimension. And I'm excited about it because I believe that not only is he doing that in my life, but he's doing that in the life of every person connected to me. This is that season where it's time for us to accelerate. And I don't know about y'all, but guess what? I'm here for the ride. It ain't going to be easy. It's going to be a little bumpy along the way, but I'm down for the ride. Listen, I'm telling God, in this season, I'm going to be your ride or die. I'm going to be your ride or die in this season, Jesus. Ain't no turning left. Ain't no looking to the left nor the right. I'm going to be your ride or die. I'm hanging with Jesus all this year, all this season. <laughs> but no, listen, let's go ahead and cut into prayer. Y'all know we don't open this room and start the room without prayer. Y'all know we believe in loving on the people of God. We believe in, you know, giving um, giving uh, 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 prayer right before we start the room and covering the room and all that good stuff. So what we're about to do is now we're about to jump into prayer and cover the room really quickly. And then we're going to come back with the scripture. Well, correction, we're going to cut to prayer, do a song, and then we cut into scripture. Y'all know the normal routine. I try to get in as much music as possible because y'all know once everybody start coming in here around about the 9 o'clock, 9.30 time front, then guess what? We'll never hear music again. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and cut to prayer really quickly. And since Pastor Charles is here, I'm going to ask Pastor Charles if he can give us our opening prayer. And then we're going to cut to a song. Is that okay? All right, Pastor Charles, are you available to give us an opening prayer this morning? Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful day that you made. We thank you, God, that today, Lord, we're alive. We're here in this moment. 
which means, Lord, you've given us purpose, destiny, everything that we need, Lord, to move through this day. Thank you that, Lord, your power is resident, Lord, in every place. And, Lord, we declare when we understand, Lord, that, Lord, you are everywhere, but you manifest yourself where you are worshipped. So, Lord, we thank you that even as we uh, discuss, Lord, that you get glory out of it. Bless our day today as we just move forward in it. We bless, Lord, uh, uh, Prophet Amarius God as he leads and as he guides, Lord, the conversation. We bless you and give you praise, Lord, for this platform to be able to speak upon. Now we pray in Jesus' name that, Lord, you would do what you want to do. Lord, don't just use us, Lord, but anoint us for this moment. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Charles, for always coming in, always supporting. Shout out to my girl Essence for being on the stage. Shout out to my boy Octavius for being down there in the listening lounge. Shout out to Cal. Uh, and all of you guys, shout out to all of you guys for being in the um, audience. Listen, I got a special guest down there in the listening lounge. Shout out to my boy Octavius. Um, we had a call yesterday. I was doing a lot of prophetic calls and prayer calls yesterday, Pastor Charles. And one thing I, I'm finding myself um, realizing as I do these prayer calls is, one, as leaders, we kind of neglected the body of Christ. And I know I have, and I want to take responsibility for it too. But sometimes we have neglected the body of Christ. When truth be told, sometimes all people need is a conversation. All people need is one-on-one. All people need is true fellowship. We oftentimes in the Bible say, uh, oh, yeah, you should go to church because you shouldn't uh, forsake the assembly of the brethren. And I mean, that's true. That's all true, and that's all fun and well. But I sometimes believe that that scripture was meaning, that scripture meant more than just going to church. I think that sometimes, and we talked about it last week, I think sometimes, we build more of a cult than a community when it comes to church and that scripture. I believe, even y'all know on here, we say this ain't church, but this is a community that where we can meet every morning with like-minded believers and talk about things that's going to push our growth. And something about my uh, prophetic calls yesterday made me realize that that is what our believers in this era need. They need a community of people that's going to stand by them, support them, and push them into the direction that they need to go. Sometimes we don't always need the regular church format of, oh yeah, let me go to church and let this person preach to me, let me shout and pray and then go home. No, sometimes you need a leader. Sometimes you need a circle of people who you can uh, you know, take uh, conversations back to. I missed, <laughs> it's something that some of the larger white churches started doing that I think some of the black churches should uh, start adapting to. Um, some of the smaller black churches as well as bigger black churches should start adapting to. But something called small groups. You remember back in the, um, I remember the small groups that they had started, maybe it was pre-COVID, but everybody was hipped on small groups. Everybody wanted their church to do small groups. Why? Because your church was kind of big, y'all kind of distant, y'all trying to kind of large. And in order for you to keep account of everybody, in order for you to ensure everybody was growing, you had certain people join certain small groups where you would have a leader, you know, talk to them about certain issues throughout the week and all the other stuff. You know what? I'm thinking about bringing that back. Um, not only just, you know, um, not only just for ministry purposes, but for the purpose of building community. I think a lot of us need people around us who can help edify us, who can help push us into the right direction. I don't know about y'all, but it's rooms on here that I was a part of over a year ago that helped me grow. It was rooms that I was a part of over a year ago 
that pushed me into building this level of community and developing this type of ministry. Why? Because I believe that's what many of us need. We need believers that we can get around, that can support us, that can help us, that can push us. And I'm so thankful for this platform that God has given me with you guys because I'm able to introduce other people into this platform, not only to this platform, but to this stage, to this audience, and to you guys as speakers, Pastor Charles. It's so many people that get blessed by you guys. It's so many people that I'm trying to lead to your church and all this other stuff because I tell you, it is so powerful to see what can happen when you actually put the effort in caring about God's people. Like, you know, it's 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 re it really makes a difference. Sometimes we do things just to do it, but when you actually put an effort, when you actually put a heart, and when you actually put some concern and care behind what you're doing as a as a leader for the believers, I tell you, I think it makes much more of an impact. We don't say we don't use this in the church as we as much as we use it in the world, but the church really needs to start working on customer service. That's just me. We just need to start working on customer service because once we start developing and the one not even you know, customer service, I was going to say member services, but you know then people gonna try to twist that and make it somewhere something else. But no, we really need to start working on customer service in the body of Christ. Not just telling our brothers and sisters, hey, forsake not the assembly of the brethren because you need to come to church and hear some word and you need to tithe. No, 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 no. Forsake not the assembly of the brother means get you around, get around a community that's gonna help grow you, develop you, and build you. Whether that's a small group, whether that's an online, uh, an online book club, or whatever the case may be. We need people to get around other people that care for them, that will protect them, that will guard them, that will shield them. Like, listen, I ain't finna go on too long, but yeah, that's something about yesterday that really blessed my heart. Another thing that really hurt my heart was that Batman movie. Let me go ahead and tell y'all now. Pastor Charles, I went and seen it last night. I ain't gonna give y'all too much right now because I'm gonna wait till everybody get in the audience. I like repeat myself. But yeah, that just that thing was that thing was yeah, that thing was that thing was not thinking. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. That Batman movie, it was it was put there. Okay. Look, let me go ahead and cut to a song, Pastor Charles, and then we're gonna come right back with the scripture of the day. Cause I'm telling you, I'm still disappointed about that. I'm still upset. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, God. 
overflow and permeate all my soul. Love of God overflowing my heart and permeate all my soul. All my soul is yours. All my All my soul is yours. All my soul is yours. My soul is yours. So I want more. I need more. I need more. I need more of you. Sing, I need Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for allowing us to see another day, a day that we never seen before and a day that we'll never see again. But God, I thank you for this a new day. Listen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to get your day started. Y'all know what we believe here that when you give God the first portion of your day, it has the ability to go right. It has the ability to go a little bit better. You know, it has the you have the ability to allow God to step in, rest, rule, reign, and take control over your whole day. I just believe by faith when you just give God the first part of your day, when you start your day off the right way with the right people, right conversation, right music, right laughter, all that good right stuff, then guess what? God is able to step in and do what he needs to do. I just don't believe in waking up listening to Mooney Long. Hours and hours and hours. I don't believe in doing, come on now, I, I know, but that's a good old song, and you know, I love getting a little ratchet, I love pressure, do, 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 but like, I love all that, but guess what, that's not how we start our day, why, because when we start our day with God, guess what, we have the ability to control our spirit, we have the ability to control our emotions, and we have the ability to think with a level head, why, because God just stepped into our day, stepped into our heart, I don't know about y'all, but every morning when I get up in the morning, Especially right before I have to get on the radio and all this other stuff, even when I'm on here, I have to say, God, 
unify my heart and my mind and my spirit so I don't be so double-minded, so I don't be so double, double, doubled everywhere. You know, because a lot of us, we think with our mind, but then we also think with our heart. We feel with our heart. And sometimes our mind will navigate us into places that our heart is trying to lead us. And sometimes our heart will lead us into the places that our mind is trying to keep us away from or push us into. And in this season of my life, I'm saying, God, unify my mind and my heart so that it can line up with your spirit. Hear me again. God, unify my mind and my heart that it may line up with your spirit. That's all I'm saying to God right now because I refuse to allow myself to be double-minded, double-hearted, all this other stuff. Because truth be told, like I said, I can't allow my heart to uh, put, to to make me be in love with something so much that I, when I feel God in my spirit telling me to go after something, I stop. No, 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 no. I, I ain't doing it this year. I am not doing it this year. This year, I'm going full fledged. My heart, my mind, and my spirit will be unified for what God has in store for me. Whew. Listen, y'all, I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know why. I'm, I think I'm excited because I'm still in the overflow. It's 8.30 a.m. It's time to stand up. Okay, Google. And okay, Google. Breakfast. Okay, Google. Thank you very much. It's 8.30. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, I'm going to stop changing your time. But anyway, yeah, I had a great day like i had a great day and i'm i think i'm overflowing from all the calls that i did yesterday i did some follow-ups on monday but then tuesday i did all my prayer calls and prophetic calls and it was a blessing shout out to octavius for being down there we actually had a call yesterday and it was very very powerful listen octavius remind me back telling me what part of south carolina you from or no you're in uh, louisville kentucky okay i remember that so yeah i'm gonna plug you in with one of these pastors here pastor charles when i tell y'all I feel the ministry growing, and I'm going to start building a collective of pastors around this nation so I can start plugging people in. Because out of all the calls that I had yesterday, a lot I realized a lot of people need other people in the body of Christ that can help love on them, that can help support them, that can actually be true brothers and sisters in the body of Christ instead of trying to be, you know, fathers in the spirit and lords and all this other stuff. But no, let me go ahead and get to the scripture of the day before I start getting into that, um, before I get into my rant and all that other good stuff. Because the time now is 8.30, which means it's time to check in. And anytime Google go ahead and interrupt me up and I ain't got to the scripture of the day, that means I was either late or I've been talking too long. And I went late this morning, so obviously I had a lot on my spirit, but it is what it is. So I'm going to go ahead and get to the scripture of the day. We're going to cut into another song break, real quick song break, and then we're going to come back with check-ins, all right? Okay. So the scripture of the day is second timothy scripture of the day is second timothy second timothy starting at the first chapter and the ninth verse and it reads he has saved us and called us to a life a holy life correct yeah he has saved us and called us to a holy life not because of anything we've done but because of his own purpose and grace this grace was given to us in Jesus Christ before the beginning of time. I'm going to read that one more time. He says, he has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we've done, but because of his own purpose and his grace. This grace was given unto us in Jesus Christ from the beginning or before the beginning of time. Listen, I'm not sure about y'all, but that scripture is really helping me this morning. Why? Because even yesterday when I was doing all those calls and whatnot, I realized that a lot of us are still trying to operate in the grace that we trust in. Prophet Lewis, what you mean? <laughs> Prophet, what you mean? A lot of us are still trusting in our intellect instead of trusting in God. God has graced us with intelligence. God has graced us with a gift of singing. God has graced us with the gift of discernment. God has graced us with the gift of lead and all this other stuff. But oftentimes we depend so much on what God has already blessed us with that we forget about him. And in this season, I'm realizing that 
guess what? In order for me to understand what God is doing in my life, I got to understand that he created me for his own purpose and with his own grace in mind. Many of us forget that we all have our, our own measure of grace, our own level of grace. I can't operate in Pastor Lewis' grace. I can't operate in Pastor Charles' grace. I have to operate in my grace for God's purpose. I have to stop operating in my purpose and, my, and what I think somebody else's grace is. You know what I'm saying? Father, other stuff. No, it's time out for that. We really have to start stepping into our purpose and the grace that God has given us. Now, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and let that go because I, I feel real preachy this morning. I feel like I got a lot in my spirit this morning, and I ain't trying to pull out just yet. I got a whole uh, whole day full of sessions again. I think I had six back-to-back -back sessions yesterday, but only did about four or five because certain people don't answer their phone. I don't know what's wrong with y'all not answering y'all phone when y'all don't recognize the number. I know y'all got call ID or something. Mine's gonna say profit or it's gonna say old fan. Y'all better answer the phone. I'm telling y'all, y'all be missing y'all blessings that answering the phone. That's why y'all need to pay our bills so y'all can stop thinking it's a bill collector. Because guess what? It might just be a blessing out of bill. Come on now. Y'all better answer y'all phones. <laughs> but no, let me cut to this quick song break and then we're gonna come right, right back so we can start our check in. Is that all right? All right, let's go. <laughs> Oh! 
inspiration motivation and a little bit of music to start our day i don't know about y'all but that song got me hyped that song got me excited i'm talking about my soul been burning and i feel all right i'm telling y'all that is my jam that is my jam from the trinity inspirational choir man that song took me back and i love it i love it listen welcome back to waking up with the prophet everybody where you wake up every weekday morning with fresh inspiration motivation and a little bit of music to start your day. This is the best clubhouse room on Clubhouse, the early morning praise party where we wake up every weekday morning with all that fresh inspiration, motivation, a little music, a little jazz, look, you know, right spirits, right attitude, all that good, right stuff to make your day go the right 
way. We just believe by faith when you start your day off with the right people, with the right atmosphere, with the right energy, right spirit, all the right mindset, all that good, right stuff. Then guess what? God has the ability to step in and navigate your day, navigate your week like you need to. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but guess what? Church isn't the only good place where you can have. Well, only the church isn't the only place where you can have a good time in the Lord. Let's just put it like that. Church isn't the only good the only good place or the only place period where you can have a good time in the Lord. I believe that us as believers, we can have good time in the Lord wherever we are. And it don't always just got to be churchy. You know, I tell people all the time with this radio show, we don't, we don't be churchy all the time. Now, granted, we is a little churchy sometimes, especially prophet Christian. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> we is a little bit churchy, but at the same time, I want us believers to understand that we can have fun outside of the four walls of church. We can have an experience outside of four walls of church. Come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With that being said, let me go ahead and tell y'all the truth. I went to the movies last night. Glory to God. Yes, I did. I went to the movies last night and I seen Batman. I'm going to go ahead and start my check-in with that because I'm a little disappointed and I'm going to be talking about it all day because truth be told, let me stop. Pastor Lewis, you really got me thinking about that now every time I say it. Every time I say it, now I'm thinking about it and I'm trying to get myself out of the habit of saying it. Lord have mercy. Anyway, but yeah, man, I went and seen Batman last night. I don't know why, but for some reason, what you say, Pastor Lewis? I was flashing my mic for for discipline and trying to break that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I tell you all the time, I notice things. People think I don't be listening, but yeah, I listen. It just might take me a, a, a while to, to implement it. <laughs> but no, there, I definitely, I definitely thank you so much for reminding me of that because I catch that with other people. But you know, it's hard to see those things when you when you're talking yourself. So the fact that you you told me remind me of that, I be catching now, and I really do appreciate that. But real talk, real talk. Um, I went and seen Batman last night, and I'm gonna go ahead and start my chicken with this because y'all. I'm a little disappointed. I ain't going to tell y'all everything. I ain't going to go into detail too much. But I'm a little disappointed. First of all, why did I go see a movie at 10 o'clock at night when I'm normally asleep around that time? Y'all know I normally eat and I be knocked out right by 10 or 11. Why people be trying to call me at 12, 1, 2 in the morning like I'm the president uh, yet? Like, no, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm not, Don't be calling me now. I need my sleep. I go to sleep at like 10. But for some reason... My friend had been telling me all day, well, since last week, he was like, he want to go see Batman. I was like, okay, cool, cool. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. So in the midst of us trying to go see Batman, I was like, I ain't finna go on the opening weekend. I don't like all them people there. Y'all know I told y'all. I ain't finna go on the opening weekend. So I told him, yeah, I'll go on a Tuesday with you, but it's going to have to be raining all day yesterday. So I didn't get to go, you know what I'm saying, during the daytime. And I was like, nah, I ain't going to the movies. You know, you don't go to the movies when it's thunder and lightning and raining and storming. That's not a good time to go because I'd have been in the theater and the lights been cut off. And then, you know, I just I just think bad experiences from being in the theater at the wrong time. So I just believe in being in the theater at the right time. So I was like, okay, cool. We can go, you know, maybe Tuesday night because, you know, sometimes they do the Tuesday special and all that other stuff. Well, I end up going. And Pastor Lewis, I went to Atlantic Station at that, man. Went to Atlantic Station, watched the movie in 4D. All, and first, let me tell you this. The movie is three hours long. Lord have mercy. The movie is three hours long. I'm sitting here watching it for the first hour. Looked at, started at 10. I looked at my uh, my phone at like 10, 15. I'm like, hold on. This it? Or it's just not start? What's going on here? I'm talking about it was a whole two hours left of the movie and it still wasn't adding up i'm gonna be honest i fell asleep last night in the movies a couple times i kept waking up trying to watch it kept trying to get what was where it was going pastor charles but i just did not get it robert pattinson he gives a okay batman because he looked like batman with the suit and all but as far as like him playing batman 
I'm not really here for it. Let me just be honest. I stayed into the movies until 1 o'clock last night trying to watch that movie. It was three hours long. It started at 10. I didn't get out of it till like 1. I didn't get home till like 1.30. I was kind of upset about it. I was like, man, I done wasted my time. And then, you well, granted, so the movie, I did the 4D. And the 4D is always cheaper throughout the week. Thank God. So it was only like $17. Normally it's like $25, $30 or something like that. So it was a good little $17 for the little ticket. Then, of course, I got me a large bucket of popcorn. Pastor Charles, I got into the 4D movies, too. So your chair was moving. It felt like it was raining in there, Pastor Lewis. Like, when it rained in the movies, no, it's raining in the theater, too. Like, you feel that thing. I'm talking about that. Oh, man. It is a it is a wonderful experience. Now, truth be told, man, my whole boy now weak because that's his first time going to the um to the theater that had the 40 with the chairs moving and all this stuff. When I tell you, them chairs started moving, bruh started I, that mess was so funny. Dude, I almost bust out the loudest scream. I said, calm down. He said, no, no, this needs a seatbelt. These things jerking and moving. You know them seats be moving, moving. Man, that it was the funniest thing ever. It was fun to see my friend go through that experience because, you know, what was going on with them chairs? They actually do need seatbelts with them things, though, because they be moving. Like, they be moving. You really feel like you're on a roller coaster when it comes to them seats in the movie theaters. But, yeah, it was a real nice experience, but overall, the movie was trash. Stayed up till 1 o'clock, 1.30, doing that. So that means I definitely woke up late this morning. I did not wake up on time this morning because I was up late this morning. I didn't wake up this morning until about 7.30. You know, I was able to brush my teeth, go through the house a little bit, clean some things up, straighten some things. And then I was on here with you guys. As far as the weather, y'all know, it's raining. It's supposed to be raining all week, and I'm not really here for it. I'm not, I don't know what's going on with this weather, Pastor Lewis. Last night or yesterday, it was storming like a mug. It was, I'm talking about it was getting it. And I was in one of those modes like an old lady. You know, turn all the lights off. Go lay in the room. You don't mess with the Lord while you're working. <laughs> I was in one of them moves yesterday. I was like, uh-uh, don't call me. Don't take me. Uh, go, go lay down. Don't move. Don't do nothing. The Lord is working. Just chill. You know, back in the day, Grandma said, don't do nothing when it's raining and storming. The Lord working. The Lord working. So that's just how I felt yesterday. I was chilling. I did my calls, my sessions yesterday. And then for the rest of the day after that, I was just relaxing because the Lord was working. But, yeah, it's raining today again. The temperature right now is 54 with a high of 59 today. I'm not really here for it. But most of the day is supposed to be like a little mild drizzle. It's not supposed to be raining as hard as yesterday and the day before. But we do still supposed to get a little bit of rain today. Um, As far as breakfast, yeah, I know. I don't eat breakfast until later on in the show, but right now I got my tea going, same tea I had from yesterday. I don't know why, but I don't be drinking all of the tea, so I just leave it in there, and then I just reheat it in the morning. Y'all don't judge me. Don't judge me. Please don't judge me. Judge your mama. Don't judge me, but I leave the tea in there. So today I got leftover tea. Little glory to God. Don't judge me. Judge your mama. I got leftover tea today. So it's my ginger tea. I ain't put my peppermint leaves in there like I did yesterday, but I still got the peppermint type of tea with my ginger bites in it. So yeah, that's my tea for the morning. I'm going to go down there and eat one of them boiled eggs on the next song break. Maybe two of them. Then we're going to call it a day until it's time to eat for real, for real. Because I didn't cook last night. I ended up eating leftover gumbo from Monday. So now since today is Wednesday, I got to throw that gumbo out and cook something else. I don't know what I'm going to cook, but yeah, uh -huh. that's probably going to be one of the topics that we ask in our evening rooms on the daily too. What y'all cooking for dinner? Because I'll be over here starving, but I'm a single man and I don't want to cook, man. 
Lord have mercy. But that movie popcorn did it last night. I had me a whole large bucket of popcorn by myself. And I got the little seasonings. Ooh, I'm telling, ain't nothing like that ranch seasoning mixed with that kettle um that uh kettle corn seasoning. Man, what? Y'all think that white cheddar be popping? No. Mix that ranch with that kettle corn. Oh, you, man. I'm telling you, sir. My God. <laughs> what did you say, Pastor Charles? Did you say kettle corn? Because kettle corn is sweet, right? Yes. And you said mix it with ranch? Yes, the ranch seasoning for the popcorn. You know, they got the ranch seasoning, and then they got the kettle corn. You got to mix them things, man. Mix them joints. I'm telling you. I'm telling not you. me doing that one. I'm sorry. No. Pastor Charles, it's worth the try. Ain't nothing but seasoning. Mm-mm. You mix, not, you mix all your other seasonings and your other food. Not ranch, though. Not with that. Not like that. Let's just go ahead. Continue. Continue. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not a big fan of ranch though, Pastor Charles. And that's why I like it so much. Like ranch as in the dressing. I'm not a big fan of ranch dressing. Like, even when I get wings, I get blue cheese. Yeah, I do yeah, I better not crucify me. Judge your mama, don't judge me. Uh, I get blue cheese. I don't get ranch like that because I'm not a big ranch fan. But when it comes to that ranch seasoning, whoo, that ranch seasoning got a whole different flavor. Maybe it's just me. But that ranch seasoning has a whole different flavor that low-key be busting. It be busting. It be good. But, yeah, that, that, that's my morning. That is my morning. That's my breakfast. That's my weather. Uh, and that's how I'm starting my morning. I'm starting off right with you guys. Woke up a little late, but, hey, we still started off the right way with a little word, with a little prayer, with a little gospel, and with a little conversation that's going to spark some thoughts throughout your day that keep your mind kind of focused on stuff. You know, I don't know about y'all, but y'all cause me to reflect a lot throughout my day on how I can do things better, and I love that about you guys. So, yeah, let me go ahead and get that out of there because I definitely want to honor you guys. Shout out to uh, Essence. Essence, shout out to you. I wanted to honor all the women yesterday for Women's Day, but I don't know where y'all was at yesterday. Y'all was sleeping and chilling. So we had just done an interview, but I want to shout out you and Rashonda for coming in the room and for being here because we honor all our women in here because y'all, 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 y'all some, I want to say the N word, but I ain't going to say that, but y'all some, y'all some real homies. Y'all some real homies. <laughs> but no, let's go ahead and start with the check-in for real, for real. Um, let's start with check-in. Pull to refresh, PTR, to see where you guys are on the stage. And we're going to go in that order. Listen, remember, if you're in the audience, if you're in the listening lounge and you want to come up and interact with us, you want to speak uh, and, or anything, feel free to go ahead and uh, raise your hand. We didn't even have the chat room open. I forgot you got to have a thing open. Okay, so yeah. And if you don't want to come up, feel free to greet us in the chat. Tell us good morning. Tell us where you're listening from and all that other good stuff. Please do. Y'all know I love interacting with y'all and I love caring about y'all and showing y'all that we love y'all. So feel free to hit us up in the chat or raise your hand and come on up and engage with us. But I'm going to go with Pastor Charles first. Pastor Charles, it's on you. How you starting your morning? What's for breakfast and what's the weather, sir? Do -do 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 -do. Good morning. Awesome is our God in his place of dwelling, for he gives power and strength to his people. It's a great day today, and we're here and alive, and, and just, it's good. It's good to be alive, you know what I'm saying? That means I have another chance to get it right, so that's good. Um, in terms of breakfast, uh, I forget it. I don't know. Yesterday, I had, had God's chicken with cheese and uh, Sun Joy, and I always have, I don't like the tape, the, uh, the uh, the tater tots they have for the morning, so I always order uh, the fries. So I wait a little extra time for my fries instead. <laughs> so a chicken biscuit with the fry with the with the fries is, is way better. Anyway, so uh, that's what I had for the morning. Then I had 
uh, I had lunch right after that and went right after that. And it was funny because I went right, I usually don't have both of them together, you know, like on time. And so I had lunch yesterday with one of our, one of my um, members, now former members. Uh, it, was fo- it was so funny. Uh, that was what it was all about. So telling me goodbye. And I said, bye too. See you later. Thank you. Check and let's keep it moving. Anyway, uh, uh, praise his holy name. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, Charles, they couldn't tell you that over the phone? Well, you know what? I'd rather for you to tell me to my face. Don't tell me to my face. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know, I don't care. I mean, I, to be honest, some people are going to do what they want to do anyway. Some people just vote for their feet anyway. But I'm glad it wasn't nothing that I, uh, I'm really, I, I had no guilt and no guile. Move on and enjoy your life. That's what I want but you to But you had to sit down and have a whole luncheon with that person. A whole lunch, yeah. And I didn't that was lunch. a waste of an hour and 30 minutes, probably. Listen, listen. But that was okay. It's okay. It's, it's all right. I needed I needed that moment. But I, what I needed, what was a blessing to me, is that I wasn't overly upset and going through a whole lot of changes about it. You know, because a lot of times, some of us pastors, we go through this thing where, um, you know, what could I have done? What could I have done better? Right. And go through all of those things when it, when it really is it's not you. It's not mm-hmm. it's them. You know, it is. It, I mean, you, you had to make choices. So, God bless you. You know, and you make you making room for somebody else. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank the Lord. Anyway, keep to your move. Anyway, so yesterday was good, but um, today is better, and I'm thanking the Lord for His goodness. Um, oh, the the weather. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, this this is crazy today. It looks like it says it's starting off right now. It's 37 degrees here in Central Texas, and the high is going to be 62. So we're going to have some drastic stuff going on here. For the next few days. So like tomorrow's going to be supposed to be 36 and 73 is supposed to be the high. I mean, so I don't know what to say. I don't know. By 12 noon, it's supposed to be 54 degrees. So I guess it's going to heat up later, later towards sunset. I don't know. Or four o'clock. I don't know. But all I know is I'm going to make sure I have my hoodie or have something with me. So I won't be caught in the cold because I'm, I'm a fat guy, but I, my, my insulation does not work. So. I got to have me some, uh-uh, I got to put, put a coat on or something. Anyway, but it's a good day, and I'm thankful. Um, and uh, anyway, I'm turning over the mic. Thanks. No problem. Thank you so much for always coming in and contributing. Listen, that was awesome. I'm going to give you a hand clap of praise. Well, look at you. All right, all right. We're going to the next person. Essence, <laughs> I'm throwing it over to you. Good morning. How you doing this morning? What's the weather? What's the breakfast? How you starting your morning? <laughs> Good morning. So, as y'all can hear, I got a little person who wants to do everything else, but let me get him dressed. But it is brisk. I can feel it. Um, Let me see what the temperature is here where I am in the world. Much like Central Texas, because, well, today it was supposed, only was supposed to get up to 56. So right now it's 39. Um, And I am, as y'all can hear, I'm trying to get Mr. Ready to go to school. Um, And then I have some stuff I have to do. I'm about to drop him off at daycare. And then I have some stuff I have to do today on my off day. Um. And one of which is going to look at a new place because my mother is moving down. And so I got to make some room. Um, as y'all, um, so that's what I'll be doing today. 
Um, I don't know what I'm eating for breakfast. It may be Chick-fil-A um, because they're right up the street from me. And that good old chicken biscuit with an egg is a little bit strawberry. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. It's, it's, it's calling my name this morning. Um, but I tell y'all what's good. So I tried. What's funny is over the weekend, I tried Wendy's breakfast. Now, that little honey biscuit, the maple honey biscuit, well, sandwich was really good, but it wasn't Chick-fil-A. But them wedges, listen, bless my ever-loving soul. Do you hear me? So if I could, if I was literally had a car, I would go to Chick-fil-A, get my chicken biscuit, swing the Wendy's, and get me some, uh, get me some wedges, and then I'd be sick. Because <laughs> that would be perfect. Um, but we don't live in a perfect world. So I think we're just going to do the chicken biscuit. Um, and that's all I have for my day today. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I, I'll pass it over to Kristen because I think he's next. Prophet Kristen, it's on you. Do -do 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 -do. Hold on, let me get SSL applause. <laughs> Thank you. You're so kind. You're so kind. Please. You're so kind. <laughs> These sound effects, mighty savior. We're moving up in the world. Praise We're God. moving on up. Well, grace, and peace. Uh, grace and peace to God, our Father, to all of God's children. Um, I thank God that it's another day's journey. And I'm so glad about it. Um, I'm excited to be alive, uh, to have you know, breath in my body, the, the blood is running warm in my vein, and I'm so grateful to have another chance at life. Amen. Because there's no goodness of my own, but who am I that he's mindful of me? Y'all ain't saying that to God, but that's all right. Uh, it is uh, 46 degrees here in uh, the great city of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It's brisk, it's raining, and... Uh, it's causing me to uh, not want to get out of this good bed. Praise the Lord. But I got to get up. I'm going to get up in a few seconds. And uh, we're going to take care of some business today. Meet, have some meetings, and prepare for some uh, some deposits to come on in. Praise the Lord. Um, so we're grateful for all that God is doing. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited about what's happening today. Praise the Lord. All right. Next. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, I see I'm having fun with my little sound effects, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to move on up in the world. I'm trying to work this thing on out. Man, I be having a lot going on a lot of the time when I'm off the show. So I don't always have time to, like, uh, develop these and play with these and stuff like that. But now I'm actually starting to do it. Man, it's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting. So, yeah, we're moving on up in the rear. The man of God came in the room yesterday and told me I was even going to be on the secular stations. He said, don't just think about being gospel. Don't just think about, you know, uh, being to the church because I'm causing more than the church. And you know what? I believe that. I really Who said that? I missed that prophecy. Yeah, I you go back and listen to that. Man, you should have came. Prophet Foster, we had, a, um, we had an interview yesterday with Dion for Let the Millennial Prophet Speak. And, you know, oh, Prophet yes. Foster. I saw yeah. that flyer. 
Yes, Prince. man, the guy. We oh. did a whole interview with him yesterday, and we were talking about, um, of course, his challenges as being a millennial prophet. We were talking about um, his challenges during the conference. We were talking about, of course, his relationship with Mother Stacks. We, it was, it was a real awesome time. It was the first interview that we've actually ever did in the room, and it actually went well, man, the guy. You definitely got to go back and listen to it. Yeah, it went very and that well. that was in your Yes, sir. That was in the morning room. We did that yesterday. Wow. Yeah, about to yes, listen. Sir. Yeah, we did um we did that in the ten o'clock hour. Of course, we did a regular check-in as always, and you know, handle business with the folks, but then around about that ten o'clock hour, um Prophet Dion was able to come in and you know give us more about the conference. Cause I'm actually going to be um on one of his panels this weekend at the conference. Um he's doing a let the millennial prophet uh uh speak panel there. Um, and I'm actually going to be on that panel this weekend. So we wanted to do an interview just to get more information on it, you know, talk about him, you know, try to plug, plug the, plug the conference and plug the people at the same time, you know, do our little promo thing with this thing. This thing awesome. You're going to be amongst the prophets. Y'all going to be prophesied. Y'all better go ahead. <laughs> Prophet, listen, you should have came on down. You should have came on down. I told them tomorrow's my grandma's birthday. March tenth uh, is my grandma's birthday. So I had a hard time with deciding if I was gonna go to Alabama, if I was gonna stay. But I got confirmation that I can go ahead and stay down here and do some work for the ministry. So I'm gonna definitely do that. But yeah, I'm excited to to be in that atmosphere amongst so many other believers, so many prophets and stuff like that to see what all is going to be going on. Like I tell you, he did a wonderful job yesterday coming in answering those questions. Um, and of course by prophet. Uh, Joseph being one of his mentors, and he's going to also be one of the speakers at the conference. Prophet Joseph was able to come up and give the word of the Lord uh, to me and, you know, just express some other things. It was real awesome. Shameless plug. Y'all know y'all can go catch the full interview on um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Anchor, uh, Radio, Spotify, all that good stuff. In Jesus' name, go ahead, help me get them listens up and them subscriptions up and all that other good stuff. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Pastor Charles, what's crazy is, even while you was talking, you was talking about that membership leaving and stuff like that. What's crazy is I had to go through that experience when I first started my ministry. And, you know, we used to do those, like, sign-ups. We used to do email marketing. So all my messages, I wouldn't preach and stuff like that, but I would type them up in an email. Or I would type them up in a blog and send them out. Something eventually we developed over to, to um doing videos and stuff like that. But one of the things that I, I, I went through as a leader was I experienced that hurt of having people leave, too. Because, and, and it was crazy when you said it had brought it back to mind because every time I get a new subscriber, I shout because that's like getting a new member. But every time somebody would unsubscribe, I would feel bad and like be like, God, what did I do wrong? What was I doing? Why didn't, you know what I'm saying? Why did they left and all the other stuff? And oftentimes that would hold me back from sending the next email. Oftentimes that would discourage me from doing what I was doing. Let me ask you, how do you overcome that? I think it's just, I mean, I think it's just a thing where you just have to learn how to remind yourself that it's not always your fault that, you know, people make, want to make a change and that God, a, a lot of times is, is shifting and, um, you know, and just be reminded of that, that, you know, that you, if the other thing is you're not your membership, you are, you are who God called and you are who you are because God made you and, and just kind of get out of this you know, we have to really think about it. Are we being selfish when we want to try to amass um, a following or amass people? And what are you doing? What you're doing for? Are you doing it? For, are you doing it uh, to be able to bless people? 
And if you are, there's people that's there's, there's people that's listening to you that will never ever maybe they don't subscribe, but they just kind of are just in the peripherals, just listening. They don't they'll never come up on stage, they'll never do any any of that. But you are saying something to them that's going to bless their life, or you have a platform set up so that people's lives are being blessed. And so you don't know who it is that you're really ministering to. So I kind of open it up and just kind of stop uh, trying to make it a thing, you know. I mean, does it ever, take, go ahead. Does it ever get easier to like let go? I think, I think it. I think there's always going to be those, those folks and people that you really like, really, really, you know, have attached to, and then all of a sudden they got to leave or they got to do something else. I think you're going to always have that um, to a degree, but there has to just come a maturity that you just make a decision that I am not. Um, I am not who leaves, if that makes sense. I'm not. I'm not going to put myself out there as a. I don't know how you how to describe it, but you, sometimes we 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 put our, our our feelings and everything in in a whole situation when God is actually moving, and He's saying, "I need them folks over here now. You poured into that person enough. I need now that person to go over here to be able to go into this desolate place." You know. I mean, you know, let's take a take. Take you take yourself out of the equation so much that that you're the one, you know. There's other people that yeah. out here that are that ain't bound to bail too, you know. So got to let that go. Yeah, I definitely understand that, Prophet. Yes, sir. I'll say I'll say from my end, Pastor Charles is absolutely one hundred percent correct. Um, and the scripture that you know I use that keeps me kind of grounded is, um, you know, some plant some water, but God brings the increase. And so sometimes um, planting doesn't necessarily always mean um, that you put the seed in the ground, right? Sometimes planting means that the plant has already grown, but has to be repotted. Oh man, that should bless you enough right there. Sometimes the plant has to be repotted. And so um, sometimes we believe that, you know, if, if we plant a seed that we are responsible for, um, you know, the continuation of that seed until that plant no longer is, you know, um, viable, right? But in, in all truth, um, you know, sometimes we plant the seed, sometimes we water the plant, um, but, you know, God brings the increase. And so um, I'll just drop this in the room. Um, one of my, my, well, not one, but my spiritual father told me when um, I began uh, Restoration Church, he said, son, let me tell you, he said, never count the people because you'll be limited to the number that you count. Wow. Your job is to simply do what God has called you to do. And that's when you will see success hit your life because then it won't be about who comes and who goes, but it, your sole focus will be you just doing what God has called you to do. And those that will stay will stay. And those that will leave will leave. And, you know, um, you just have to be okay with the fact that, you know, Sometimes I'll be the planter. Sometimes I'll water the plant. Because guess what? Watch this, and I'll leave it alone. Everybody that comes to your ministry isn't a fresh babe that you went out and recruited. Exactly. They, That's good. they came from somewhere else, and some other pastor had to let them go 
in order for them to be a part of your ministry. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, you know, um, it, it, it comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. But I think Pastor Charles, uh, Pastor Keith, Pastor Christian can chime in. But because, you know, we're so relational um, that, you know, when we build these relationships and I'm not just talking about like, you know, oh, you're my friend, you're, you know, you're this. But, you know, as a pastor to parishioner, as a prophet to, you know, um, the people, you build this relationship. And so, of course, when um, goodbyes have to be said, it makes it a little bit difficult. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is that we have to be willing to let go because, um, you know, I'll, I'll release the mic here. When you let go, you open your hand to receive something else. So uh, with that, I will yield. Pastor Lewis, you might as well go ahead and check in, too, because you're giving the whole word this morning. Well, great is the Lord our God and greatly to be praised. Um, it is, I believe, about 50, 55 degrees here in metro Atlanta. Um, I'm currently sitting in my vehicle. Um, pondering on what I shall intake for breakfast. I feel a Chick-fil-A in my spirit. Um, so I think I'm going to... I felt that. I felt that in my holy shando. Um, and so I feel it. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel a Chick-fil-A in my spirit. And um, I am excited. I'm excited to partake therein huh said I'm, I'm excited to partake therein i'm probably going to get me a good chicken biscuit with a little kobe jack cheese um, the only time that i really eat um you know uh, pork is in bacon so i'm probably gonna get me some real bacon on that thing and um i'll probably be like pastor charles and get these good fries i don't want no tater tots give me the fries hallelujah oh glory and give me the fries. And um, I think I'm going to have some raspberry and hibiscus tea this morning to complement all of that. And, um, you know, that's going to be that. But listen, can I just tell you, um, I don't know who's in the room and I'm just going to, Christian, I'm not, I'm not doing it um, to stir the room, but I just really believe um, we've been talking about this theme and I'm going to leave it alone, prophet, since you gave it to me while I was speaking. Um, I just really believe, uh, God has been having me come from Joseph, Pastor Charles, but the, the, the title of this particular series was called the dreamers redemption. Woo! God. I'm all here. The dreamers, uh, the dreamers redemption. Uh, and, I, and, and the Lord really gave this to me from a different lens because we always really talk about Joseph and his journey, but we never really talk about how Joseph had this dream in the beginning. But at the end, we talk about how um, everyone was saved, but nobody really correlates it to his dream being redeemed. <laughs> because his dream was where it started all in the first place. You better if talk. If he had never spoke the dream, he would have never been never spotted the dream. If he had never spoke it, if he had never said it, <laughs> he wouldn't have been set up to save the people. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me in this holy tabernacle, but I just came to tell somebody in the room that you have walked into a divine moment 
of your dream being redeemed. Because while Joseph was on his journey, I feel preached, but I'm going to leave it alone, prophet. When Joseph was on his journey, while he was in the pit, while while he was confined, uh, while, while he was uh, uh, consumed by the pit, while he was a commodity, oh God, to Potiphar, while, while he was confined to prison, oh God, I, I, I don't believe that he was really concerned about this dream that got him there. Oh, but when he was able to be commanded to the palace, oh God, it oh, was at bad. that point, it was at that point that his dream was redeemed. And so I just came to encourage somebody in this room that your dream whoo, is getting ready to be redeemed. Oh my God, I'm telling you, you're getting ready to, uh, God is getting ready to usher you into a place where you're going to dust off the dream because of uh, life's proclivities and, 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 and life's vicissitudes that you've put your dream Oh, God, on the shelf. But I'm telling you, this is a moment. This is a divine time as you're crossing over into the second quarter that you're going to. Oh, God is going to give you your dream back. <laughs> God is going to give you your dream back. Y'all ain't saying nothing in this holy tabernacle because here's the thing. The, the crazy thing, Christian, I'm going to leave it alone. I promise you. The crazy thing is that Joseph had the dream and the Bible says that his brothers hated him the more. God, his brothers hated him. And then, the, but the Bible says, although they hated him, Joseph yet dreamed. Oh God, he had a whole nother dream. Oh, so I'm just telling you, although the haters keep hating, <laughs> all those though who you trusted become terrorists and try to trample on the very thing that God has given you. You better God, preach that. Yet dream, yet dream, yet dream, yet dream. God has given somebody their dream back. Woo! God, all right, I got to get out of here, prophet, because I feel something in my shanana. But God is getting ready to redeem your dream. My name is Pastor Lewis Dudley, and I've checked in this morning. Man. <laughs> that was a point to check in, man. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. Lord, I love you. Thank you so much, big bro, for coming in. Listen, shout out to Pastor Duman down there. I see you down there, big bro. I'm going to invite you up. Lady Lex, I see you down there. I see everybody in the room. Listen, shout out to my friend Rick down there. Shout out to you, Rick. Listen, when I tell you, this man came in preaching as always. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Pastor Dudley, for checking in. Thank you so much for checking in. Man, that was a word. That was a whole word. You out here playing in these streets, man. If you keep dreaming. Man, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> keep, keep. I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Go ahead and check in with us this morning. Tell us how you start your day. What's for breakfast and what's the weather? Because Pastor Dudley finna have you ready. Uh, good morning, everybody. So it is real cloudy here today. It is about probably somewhere between 65 to 68 degrees. Um, this weather just don't have no sense. But um, nevertheless, it is just, it it's, it's cloudy for no reason. I don't know what's going on. But I haven't really been outside today because I've not had to um, take my daughter to school. Praise God. So I've been in here getting myself together as far as like with work. So I'm just sitting behind my desk trying to get through this work day and trying to still get my voice back. 
Um, my voice don't normally come in until like probably like 12 o'clock. Um, so I've, I've been sounding like this on the phone. I had somebody ask me, are you a preacher? No, I'm not. So it's been, um, it's been an interesting morning. Um, no, are you lying to the people? <laughs> mm -mm. I uh, call it absolute total care. Oh, are you a preacher? No, I'm not. No. How can I help you? Keep um, that in God. <laughs> so, no. That's right. Let them people know. Mm -mm. I'm off today. So I, for breakfast, I had a, you know, I, I was trying to stop with this DoorDash spirit. It's been jumping on me real heavy because I've been trying to budget and save and all that kind of stuff. But it jumped on me real heavy last night and it would not turn me loose. And um, I ordered Buffalo Wild Wings and I was so utterly disappointed. I was just very disappointed and um I've learned my lesson. So um this morning, um my wife said she's gonna cook something and I threw that Buffalo Wild Wings out, praise God. I'll never do that again. I had to repent and everything to Jesus for going off course. But um yeah, that's my morning. I hope everybody else is having a good morning. Um, God bless your saints. All right, Keith, thank you so much for coming in and checking in, as always with us. I'm going to throw it over to Julie. Julie, go ahead and check in. How you doing this morning? What's for breakfast? What's the weather? Do -do 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 -do. It's on you. Hey, good morning. How are you? Well, I haven't eaten anything for breakfast today because, you know, we got packed today. From my reach there, work this morning from 530, it's been working, 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 working. So, um, but I look at my office and I see that it's very cloudy, like he said. Uh, but um, let me see what the weather is again. Um, the weather is 75, high 85, and low 71. Other than that, just working, working, working. No breakfast, no tea, no coffee. From I reach the work. Awesome. Thank you so much, Miss Julie. Miss Julie, thank you. Listen, I'm trying to hurry up and get to this check-in so I can get to my next song break. Um, Monty B. I'm going in. Hold on. Monty B. What, what? Good morning. How you starting your morning? What's the weather? What's how, what, how you, Come on. Check in for us. Um, nah, just playing. It is about 12 degrees. I am irritated. But today is going to be a better day. I don't know what for, what's for breakfast yet, because, child, I just got up. I ain't going to hold you. So uh, we rush and get in my son ready. But, yeah, that's it. Money, why are you irritated today? Because I'm not a morning person. Y'all know this. Come on now. Oh, okay. I understand. I understand. It's okay. We yet praying for you, too, Vianne. Nice. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this to us. Yet praying for you, too, Vianne. Bye. This is why I can't talk to you this early. <laughs> Lady Lex, how you doing this morning? Go ahead and check in for us. Hey, y'all. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Sleep. Happy birthday. You sleep in that room. <laughs> Listen, I was knocked out. Did you hear me? <laughs> but nah, I'm good. I'm good. I I just woke up not so long ago too, with my notations blew up. Okay, um, but I mean, I'm I'm good. I may just I'm going out to brunch with one of my friends. She's treating me out for brunch, so I'm probably not gonna eat until like ten or eleven o'clock, which is totally fine with me. I'm actually getting dressed now, um, and I mean it's raining right now. It's, 
what's what's the weather? What's the weather? Hold on, y'all. It's 46, cloudy, and it's raining. Like it's it's drizzling really bad. So it's gonna be a rainy day today, but I'm not gonna let that stop me. Cause it's a beautiful day. I'm 25 years old today. Like I'm not just I'm not gonna let it stop me. So yeah, it's gonna be a great day, y'all. <laughs> hey man, shout out to 25, y'all. It's Wizard Kelly, y'all. It's Lady Lex, y'all. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> shout out to you, Lex. Shout out to you. Happy 25th birthday. Happy 25th birthday. It's always good to celebrate uh, people's birthday. Always good to celebrate people's life. Y'all know who else's birthday it is today? It's Dr. Trina's birthday today. Oh, Rashonda, did you know that? Happy birthday, Dr. Trina. Happy birthday, Dr. Trina, even in the room yet. But when she come in the room, y'all gotta remind her that we shouted her out this morning. Somebody sing <laughs> Dr. Trina in the room. It's Dr. Trina's birthday as well. Listen, we're gonna start doing birthday shout out. Hey, Essence. I'm gonna start doing a birthday song. Hey, 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 hey. Ooh, it is the devil outside. Why is it snowing like this? I don't like that. Why y'all still you? getting snow? We get I snow. I drive a ride or they get snow, snow, in the, snow up until June. <laughs> June? Yes. Wait a minute. I keep trying to tell y'all. Where you at again, Monty? I'm in Colorado. This oh, mother don't play with us. Mighty Christ. But June, yeah. though? I'm talking about mid-June. Oh, that's summertime. Like June 16th. I need to come to Colorado because I miss the snow. It's gone get the next day. Now, it'll be gone the very next it day. It sure will. You'd be like, wow. did it ever snow? Wow. That's why we be out here sick. It'd be 52 degrees and then it'd be 15. <laughs> mm -mm. Like, what is happening? That's the devil. <laughs> Ain't it? It's supposed to be uh, 60 this weekend. Like, how? How did we go from 15 to 60? Yeah, yeah, we dropped too. We dropped from eighty to forty-six. Disgusting. Praise our God. Oh yeah, for the bipolar. <laughs> I mean, well, we did go down a little bit because last week it was like seventy some, and then this week it's in the fifties. So mm -hmm. yeah, everybody mm -hmm. shifted today. Oh, everybody shifted. Hallelujah. <laughs> this weather to shift in the right direction because this ain't it. <laughs> they need to reshift. Marty. They need to reshift because I don't like it. <laughs> a week. Look, Dr. Patton just walked in. I'm going to give Dr. Patton a little uh, space of grace to go ahead and check in with us. Dr. Patton, go check in with us. How you starting your morning? What's the breakfast <clears throat> weather? Well, no breakfast. It is 42 degrees in the lovely and anointed city of Nashville, Tennessee. I am taking my prince of a son, the prophet Levi, to school this morning. He is on tour. That's not me. So, uh, you know, that's what's going on here. And, um, Happy birthday to all that is celebrating birthdays, especially the baddest chick I like to call her, Dr. Trina. She ain't in the room yet. I ain't talking about the other Trina. I'm talking about Dr. Trina. You know, she the baddest chick, not her. But anyway, that's my goal. Happy birthday. I'll talk to y'all. Why did that song pop in my head? Like, I'm finna play that. <laughs> you said what? I said that song popped in my head. See, Pat know what to do, because, baby, my mind went straight to Trina. Uh, oh, my God. You gotta get up real quick, and I'm finna bump that real quick before my coaching session a little bit. That you had to get get up real quick, and just <laughs> a week. <laughs> you are you up to an early start this morning? You bumping treat this early? Right. I have to be up. I had to get a little per y'all know I gotta get Emory to daycare. So yeah, I had to be a week. <laughs> a week. Listen, I understand when you're in the gym training, you don't want to listen to no gospel. You want to hear a little Trina. You want to hear a little crime. 
<laughs> you want to hear all that hood music? Listen, we had a powerful conversation even yesterday regarding music. Because I don't know who we are, what y'all think y'all are doing with this music thing. But uh, it is what it is. I ain't really, I ain't, I ain't going to have that argument and that discussion no more with y'all. Because everybody I choose musically, I guess most people don't know about it. Like I tell people, I listen to like singers. Not artists, not rappers. And then even when it comes to singers, I listen to lyrics. So if your lyrics are always whining and naggy and cry, I'm not really here for it. I'm not really here for it at all. Yeah, it's imperative that you 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 really do be careful of what you allow into your spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because um, a song can shift your entire mood. It can shift your feelings. It shifts your emotions. Uh, and it causes you to be in a position that you really didn't want to be in. Um, so you got to be careful what you're feeding your spirit because what you feed, it will show up. Right. You're definitely right about that. That's why I tell people all the time. I love starting my morning out bright. Now, granted, I'm going to listen to my Mooney Long. I'm going to listen to my, my train. I'm going to listen to my pressure, my Iron Linux, and all that other good stuff. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I always like to make sure I'm monitoring, you know what I'm saying, what I'm putting in my spirit and starting starting it off the right way. Because sometimes that thing can, like you said, Christian, put your feelings and emotions and spirits that you really don't need to be feeling or have to feel or, you know, you just, all, all that, yeah, I just don't, yeah, all that, all that good stuff. Listen, speaking of, though, y'all know Essence Festival just released their headlines. Y'all know I, I love keeping up with the news and hot topics and right before 9.30 and before I go on this. I, like, Essence Festival released their headliners. Now, granted, I ain't, I'm not really too excited because I ain't seen no male performers on there, but we don't really have too many male performers, like, that's make out making music for real for real not right now. And plus Essence has always been like uh, a female type of thing. So I ain't really holding them on it too much. But I just think it's interesting to see Janet Jackson on there. I think they said who was it? Janet Jackson, um, Jasmine Sullivan is one of the headliners. Who else? Who else was the headliner? Did y'all did y'all see that? Anybody? I- yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm just happy that Essence Fest is back outside this year. Me too. Um, I haven't seen it. But you I want to say this because a lot of people who don't follow music probably probably just really heard of Jasmine Sullivan when she came out with hotels and all that good stuff. Jasmine been working and so to see her get Essence yes. Fest yes. huge. That girl, you talk about somebody who was a big girl didn't get no play until her mama got cancer. She went vegan and lost the whole person. And she, they really just now starting to put money behind her. So, like, literally, to see her get Essence Festival, and this is really album number three or four. This is not the first album. Like, this is so dope, and I'm so excited for her. Jasmine's been killing since I'll bust the windows out your car. Exactly. All right, I'll leave it alone. Exactly. And that's why I said, like, if you don't listen to music or if you don't like vocalists, like, you wouldn't have been following her. I've been following her. That was 2000. I was in undergrad. So that was 2009, 2008, 2009. And she came out well, with this. That girl been working. See, now y'all going to make me go back to yesterday. Jasmine Sullivan is a beast of a talent. That's what I was going to say back to Dr. Patton. Go back to the conversation from yesterday. It's the market. But the content of her music just breaks my heart for someone so talented. But I'm going to go on mute. I won't even do it. What you mean? Hold on. What you mean the content of her, her music? Busting. 
she's basically giving you permission to bust people windows out and then you think that's no crazy. it's music nah. women women have always that's messy. Right. we've all always busted windows flash tires and key cars you just ain't had one that done that to you but baby that's been happening since before even our time so we're not even we're not talking about that we're not gonna do that today because we just said what we put in our spirit is what because see some of y'all didn't need that it's the chicken and the egg i get it because the egg is going to come up regardless and if the tree is cut they're still going to make a sound whether you're there or not i get it okay but what i am saying is that one so talented you know that could do all the runs and started singing in church and she she is really um, she's probably one of the top three vocalists female that i've ever laid ears on but the hotels album and all that other stuff, man. I was like, no, that's just not for the time. Doctor Patton, these women have been singing about that same thing for years. Mary J. Blige pioneered it. Michelle A. pioneered it. These women See, been singing about their emotions, their heartbreak, and their feelings no. for years. They ain't no different. When Michelle A. sang something in my heart, and when she sang being nice and nasty and that kind of thing, that's different than I'm a bunch of window guys. Oh, that really ain't that much different, though. But but, but here's the thing. I think that for us, now, see, now, with sisters, I know it's international. What about Selena Johnson? So we ain't talking about Selena right now. We're talking about we're talking about Jazz. Don't don't try to throw my argument off. I'm not gonna let you do that. Here's what I'm saying. I think that sisters, you guys fight against the the theory of being the angry black woman. And then when somebody sings about it and promotes it, then you get with it, but then you want liberation from a standpoint of don't put all of us or don't put us in that category. And I'm not saying that white women and other ethnic groups of women don't do that, because they do. They could take you down to the I mean, Carrie Underwood came out with a whole song talking about, I put my kids to the side if it's pretty well souped up for wheel drive. Okay, but, hey, but Underwood sang it. Okay, but let me tell you this though: don't nobody say there's no such thing, or that there has not been a, a phrase coined "angry white woman." Has it? That is it, but there's a whole lot of other stuff that, and we can and we can go into that conversation, and you know we can. Um, but we get the, 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 the spotlight is on us in ways. But here, but if you, but you, but also, I will say about this about bust the windows at your car. If you listen to the song, it's her responding to a heartbreak. Okay, so after I saw you laying next to her, I really wanted, but I took my turn. Okay, no, I, I, I did it because you had to learn. Like, literally, it was responding to a heartbreak. So okay, but when Drew Hill, when Drew, the song, when Drew Hill, when every, every male crooner I ever met or heard, when they talked about heartbreak, they didn't say nothing about putting their hands on a woman physically. And if they did, you wouldn't buy the album. And I mean, they talk about putting their hands on women, period. We're talking about R&B right now. We're not, we're not talking about, we know what the rappers are doing. We know what they do. We talking about R&B singers right now. Make sure we just stay stay right where we at. Because okay. when, Drew, when Drew Hill wrote In My Bed, and now we found out he was talking about another dude with, with, the, with the video, but when you first heard the song, and he, he, he was talking about his intuition, and his inti- intuition turned out to be right, and 
Cisco didn't show up with a bat and tear up the car, tear up the house, or none. Even when Rough Ears wrote no more shopping sprees, they didn't say nothing about putting their hands on the girl. They said that he was going he just said he gonna cut the credit cards up. He gonna take the dog and all that too. That's all they said. They never said nothing about being physically violent. So what I'm saying is there is this there is this um, this pass. Because what what Wade Jake said, when we see Jasmine, not Jasmine, I'm sorry, when we see Angela Bassett walking out with Sidney Carr on fire and all the says in the third, uh, it gave language to, well, that's how I'm supposed to respond if I'm in the same situation. Because here's what we don't know, at least what entertainment is doing. Because I don't if necessarily, I see where you're going, what? but I, I, I'm going to say what? this, and I'm going to say I, I respectfully disagree. Um, because that's the same premise as saying, if I let my son play Grand Theft Auto, that he's going to go out and want to do those things that's on the video. And that's not necessarily true, right? We have some people who mimic that, but also when we think about choice and when we think about, I don't have to do this, but I feel where she coming from because I've experienced that, right? And so I want you to hurt the way I hurt. And I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent, but I'm just saying we've all found ourselves there, right? Busting the windows out your car because I know that this will hurt you. You act like men don't get cheated on. Like they do, but they do okay. though. I'm not saying so, they don't. I'm not saying so, they don't because on. I and we gonna team. shoot it. We gonna shoot a nigga up too. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Listen to me now. We <laughs> the, understand, the, the, but the I'm just saying, and I see where you, and I understand where you're coming from. That's what I want you to know. I understand no. where you're coming from. I'm not trying to misunderstand you. I just that's no, what no, I want I, you to know. I, I know you. I know you hear me, but you still are acting like Johnny Cochran and trying to defend this. They're, that's that's not defensible. I'm not, but I'm not, in, but I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm just saying this is reality of what happened. All I'm saying is, if you, I don't watch Judge Mathis, and I'm seeing a lot of newsreels where women that respond like that, they end up in jail. Now, in the song, the song never say nothing about going to jail, and it said nothing about in the movie with Wade Exhale. Angela Bassett didn't go to jail. She just kind of pranced off, and it was like, yeah, girl, and and that's how it was. But that's not reality. Is my point. And I'm saying that I'm an advocate. I, I, I'm married, happily married. I got three daughters, okay? So as a man, I want to equally make sure that I am responsible as a parent to say, son, daughter, if you get heartbroken on either side, don't, don't, you, don't you call me from, uh, well, you in Memphis, Essence, so you're going to get this. Don't you dare call me from 201 to myself. You had a moment. Listen, Adele East, you know that's where the women go. Okay. Yeah, so so that's all I'm saying, and, and, and I think that when we talk about, you know, if we really talk about equal rights and equal pay, and, and I'm, I'm down for all that. You will never have a man that that won't be on your side. That's in me. I will defend you to the cows come home. But what I'm not gonna do is let y'all live in contradiction where y'all get to be domestically violent yourself. Why sometimes I'm. Uh, whatever month is domestic, I think this one of the months is domestic uh, violence uh, month for women, and then you set up that bump in that. And then to myself, you were, uh, so I'm a survivor of domestic violence, but you're playing that kind of stuff in your car. No, ma'am. That's contradiction. I'm not going for no, that. I'm sorry. No, no, I hear you right, and I have even, just to my own view, right, because I have seen where personal experience, right, my uncle and my aunt, years ago, years ago, when they were married, they they, they divorced a long time ago but they were equally as violent towards each other and both of them went to jail right i have seen where both parties went to jail because they were equally involved so the police took both of them to jail 
right? And so I'm not saying that she shouldn't be held, sis shouldn't be held to the letter of the law. What I'm saying is, I have the, the premise of the song is, wow, the content itself, right? Talk about bust the windows out your car. The premise is, I want you to hurt the way you hurt me. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I think also we have to learn the difference between, because she's doing what Mary does. Because every time Mary go through something, just like with this latest album that came out now. Facts. She write about Mary her experience. That's her her life is her experience is what she is happening. She said nothing about telling nobody come or none of that. What Brian she she was, has it, but the premise, the premise the premise that I'm making, Andrew, <laughs> is well, me she's writing. Well, call me by my first name, Ben. Go ahead. <laughs> the premise fact that I'm getting at is she's writing about her experience, and I don't know if she's physically done that, right? But. You know, you've been cheated on, you know, and you get to that point of grief, right, in your in your moment where you want the other person to hurt as much as you do. And I'm right. not saying it's right. I'm saying that's, that's, that's reality. Hold on, so, Patton. Hold on, hold on, Patton. Hold on, Patton. And for her, right, and right for her busting the windows out because his car was the prime, prime possession, she wants him to hurt the way she hurts. She going to mess up that car the way her heart feels. Right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying what the content of the song is saying, what the general idea of the song is saying. And, and for anybody, if you, if you hold on, Patton, hold on, Patton. And if you listen to a song and you want to go do what the song says, you shouldn't be listening to it. Just like, let me take it back, NWA, F the police, right? Right, come on now. You shouldn't be, if you want it, like, and Dre still don't like the police, and he said it at the Dead Gone Super Bowl, right? And so, you know, but if you listen to a song and it makes you want to go do that, I do agree with you shouldn't be listening to that song. So I know, Essence know, that if she's in a space where she's hurt, I'm not going to listen to, why does it hurt so bad? Because, bruh, I'm not going to listen to You Cry, We Cry Together by the OJ. I'm not going to listen to that. <laughs> you know, just taking it back. I'm not going to listen to that stuff because you're going to okay. mess with my spirit. You want the smoke. That's what you say. <laughs> what you say? You want the smoke. That's all I'm saying. Cause, cause, <laughs> we, so I'm just saying, oh. like, if I'm angry or upset, I'm not going to listen to that. Now, on a regular day, I might listen to that because vocally I like what she does, right? And so I'm trying to learn her acrobats and stuff like that. And so musically, I like the song. Um, just like if I'm, you know, but I, my point is, if I can be so easily deterred by a song to where it makes me want to go do something, I shouldn't be listening to it in the first place. That's with any music or any song. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. So, yeah. Let me I cut think it we're right saying here. the same thing, essentially. Right. Yeah, all right. No, this we is ain't. why I want to cut no, it right here. Hold on, Dr. Pat. Hold on, Dr. Pat. Let me let me cut in right here. Because we actually finna go to a song break and then come back with this topic because y'all actually pushing over into our secondary topic, which is the second part of the title, weakness over wickedness. Because there are times where people do things oftentimes out of weakness and versus doing things out of wickedness. Weakness is you purposely intentionally evil and you want to hurt that person. Like you, 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 you big man, you you got actually got the intention out here to hurt them because of you just being wicked versus you being in a Jasmine Sullivan situation where, yeah, I'm finna flat your tires because I'm hurt. I'm not just, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm weak. I'm, I'm in a moment of, 
of, of frustration in my feelings. Now, granted, that does not justify it. However, it does bring up valid points that people have to discuss. There are times when people do things out of their weakness versus doing things because they want to be wicked, because they want to be evil. That's not their, their oftentimes their intention. Oftentimes their intention is, hey, I'm in a weak moment and I need something to make myself feel better. Now, granted, like I said, it doesn't justify it. However, that does bring up an interesting conversation. And I don't know how y'all sparked it from this Jasmine Sullivan, but y'all did it. And that's how I know God is in the room. But listen, let's go ahead and cut to a quick song break because I definitely, y'all know I like getting my music and Google gonna go off at 10 o'clock anyway for us to stand up and stretch. So let me go, go ahead and get to it now. And then we can just bypass Google and Google get ahead 10 because that's what we normally always do. So yeah, let me go ahead and get to the song break. Pull to refresh. To see, oh, not pull to refresh. Ping somebody, people in the room, share the room, do all that good stuff. And be, we'll be right, right back. <laughs> I said share the room. Has he been good to you? Oh, so good oh, to you. Oh, oh, oh. 
version <laughs> we need the extended version no i said we didn't need the extended version praise the lord bro you didn't even have to try all of that excuse me you didn't have to do all of that neither did you <laughs> you're jealous of my gift that's what it yeah, is. your gift you're, uh -uh. you're trying to use somebody else's gift you're jealous of my gift Marty. that's what See, that is you know what happens when you don't stay in your lane you're jealous of my anointing you could possibly crash i ain't crashed yet oh okay Use a hater, fam. Mm -mm, I'm looking out for you. If you want my anointing, just say that. If I don't. Want, I don't. My, if you want my gift, just say that. I don't. You can have all of that. What's for you is for you, not me. Lord have mercy. Y'all just want to let me be great. I know I'm anointed for this thing. I can try. For what thing? Boy, I know you lying. <laughs> Money, you hater. <laughs> I ain't gonna receive that. You a hater. <laughs> See, this is what real friends do. They help you. I don't receive that portion. Goodbye. <laughs> Get on my nerves. I don't receive that portion. God says I'm gonna be on radio. Worship, worship him, prophet. Worship him. <laughs> I receive it. My song gonna be on the radio. Might get your song play on the radio. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Y'all pray for me, pray for me. But no, real talk. Let's get back to this conversation because truth be told, uh, oh, there you go. Anyway, Essence and, <laughs> Essence and Dr. Pan were onto a great conversation. They start picking up on the conversation that I really want to have today. When it talks about, as we talk about correction, like weaknesses and wickedness. Because truth, uh, to be honest, let's just be honest. Pat had a good point. Dr. Pat, you have a great point. And Prophet Christian had a great point, too. However, we can't expect everybody just to not listen to certain things just because they say certain things. Oh, yeah, she said, I'm a bust, like Essence said, she said, I'm going to bust the windows out your car. Now, what does that mean? Okay, well, everybody got to go around busting windows out the car? No, not necessarily. Now, granted, the lyrics could have been more, I guess, sun sensual, all this other stuff. But, Dr. Pat, I think women have always talked about their pain and their hurt in music. And I thought, I think it's always interesting that, well, you can't That's just say women because expression. you can't just say women do that. Well, I think yeah, that I, I think women. that artists in general, 
uh, speak to their their pain and to 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 their to their life and to their life story. So in general, they speak to what they've gone through and they make music out of it and we buy it because we can identify with what they're going through. But you as an individual, you got to know who you are and you got to understand when certain trigger things happen, it takes you to a place. And music yeah. is the is the ultimate trigger that will shift you into a mode that you don't want to be in. Mm -hmm. it's, it's your ear gates, it's your eye gates, it's all of these things. And and then you finally realize that you open your mouth and you enrage. You're in rare form and you weren't even there. You didn't even wake up like that. But because you started listening to Nuck If You Buck, you ready to fight anybody and everything that come at you. They're just looking at you. You want to fight because that's what you put in your spirit. So that spirit has started to activate. So you have to be very careful about what you put in your ear gate and your eye gate. Period. And all I was simply saying, when she mentioned NWA, Elf the Police was somewhat of a protest song the way they kind of spent it in later years. But understand this. Males in hip hop have been responsible for the denigration of women, in particular black women, and even influenced a lot of men's uh, a lot of men's outlook on women and black women in particular in the Gen Z generation and beyond. Let's make sure that we're we're, we're, we're honest about that. So, with that being said, if we if we turn the ties back over, we talk about R and B, and one of my favorite artists, you know, uh, Brian McKnight could write some of the most touching heartbreak songs that have really expressed something that influenced me on how to be mature if a relationship didn't work out. You know, that I, I can say that. If you look at domestic violence numbers over the last, I would say, 10 or 15 years, I would, I, if I was a bed man, I bet those numbers have tripled, not because of Jasmine Sullivan. I'm not going to say that. that. That'll be irresponsible for me to say that. But I will say that the notion that women have the right to express themselves that way physically, all the while asking to be protected and to be respected is an oxymoron. And I know that in this generation, it's hard for us to do that because women are marketed to so uh, a lot, in a lot of cases, in that particular area of saying, well, honey, it's okay for you to respond like that, but it's not okay for you to be abused or physically uh, you know, mistreated, those kind of things. That's the oxymoron that we need to deal with. And then here's the topic, Prophet, because the topic of being wicked versus weakness, I think that weakness is a is an adaptation of wickedness, wickedness, and wickedness is an adaptation of weakness. Because when you're strong, as Paul taught us, he says that there's certain things. If I resist the, the, the if I resist the devil, he'll flee. That takes strength to do that. So if I don't have strength then it's more, I'm more susceptible to doing weak, uh, wicked things when I'm weak. And I think that for us, in particular, those of us that's in our, in, in our 40s and we get to a certain age, you know, you know, we had our issues that we had in our 20s and 30s. We talked about that yesterday, right? And we didn't need the music to necessarily influence us. Right, exactly. But, but it was the soundtrack to a lot of what we did, or in some cases for some people, it was the tipping point to, to selling dope. It was the tipping point to calling women out their name on top of what you saw your dad do when he jumped on your mama, you know, and he wasn't listening to no rap music. All they had back then was 70 Soul that talked about loving women. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, 
you know, when we talk about this stuff, we can't act like it's not an influence and it's not a contradiction. All I'm saying is, again, as a father, I land my plane right here. As a father, as a man of God, as a man that really want to see people be healthy and whole, and in particular want to see my sisters be healthy and whole, I'm going to call you to the carpet with the contradictions of where it seems like you get to be domestically violent while asking to be protected. And I think that's problematic. And I think that's totally unfair. And it does not take away from either side because every woman that's a woman has a right to be respected and treated uh, fairly, regardless of what she wear, regardless of what she say in the third. But at the same time, the thought is don't ask to be protected and you're celebrating uh, women being domestically violent and being violent to a man or anybody else for that matter. That's the point. And that's, that's where the contradiction was. I mean, I get you back. I definitely kind of get you in a sense because there are sometimes when women play the weakness role, but then truth be told, there are a lot of times when women will play a wicked role. So I kind of get that in a sense. But I mean, I, I want to know how you still navigate that though because there are going to be times when a lot of people are going to make, I wouldn't call them wicked decisions. They may do things bad, like busting the windows out of somebody's car. I wouldn't say it's wicked. I wouldn't say it's evil. Yeah, it's bad. It's not something that you should do. But I would considerably say that's something wicked. You know what I'm saying? Just like if I told a person, hey, yeah, you slept around. I wouldn't say that's wicked. You had a moment of weakness. But I think that there's a point when your motive has turned to intentionally harm people or continuously do that thing that you know is wrong that crosses it over into, oh, now that's just a wicked person versus somebody who just decided to, you know, who had a weak moment. I would say that. You, can't, you can't define wickedness that way, though. Wickedness is either right, it's between right and wrong. And there's Dang. levels. There's, there's levels to wickedness, but I'm going to shut up because I think I heard Pastor Charles come off his mic. Go ahead, brother. That was Keith. Keith? Oh, it was me. It, no, it was just a small thing that I had, and I'm going to get on off the mic. I feel that if you don't deal with your weakness, it can lead to you becoming wicked. Right. And, that, and that's essentially what I said earlier. It, you know, st strength is one of those things that keep you from being wicked. Even Paul, when he said that, look, you know, evil is present with me, even when I would do good. So he's talking about that eternal, he's talking about that internal fight to do what's right, even though wickedness and evil is present. So the truth is, like in Deuteronomy, I'm going to either choose life, or I'm going to choose death. And if I'm going to let my emotions get the best of me, or if I'm going to let Jasmine's song be, uh, you know, uh, you know, be be the uh, be the catalyst. So if I'm gonna let rap music that says, "Well, man, shoot! If a woman do this to me, then I got the right to slap her around, call out her name, and I'm gonna pimp these chicks and all this other stuff." That's some stuff that I had to stop listening to, even with my frat. You know, uh, in Memphis, what you know, what, when I would hang out with the brothers, and I, you know, in my single days, and the Lord had to convict me. We would step to the song called "Can't Stop This Pimping" by um, Lil John and the Eastside Boys, and God started showing me that I was making an agreement with being. Uh, a womanizer. And I, I mean, it's just a song. That's what I can say and make the excuse. I'm just stepping with the brothers. But the truth of the matter is, when I would look at all the, the lives of the brothers that I was stepping with and look at their lives, all our lives was jacked up. From a standpoint of how we treated women, how we dated, no, did we, did we jump on them? No. Did we do uh, illegal things? No. But did we treat them uh, less than what they deserve to be treated because we was telling lies and doing what we needed to do to get in bed? Of course we was. So from that perspective, when you look at this thing, wickedness is a choice and it's a decision. And also it can be influenced by things where you say, 
well, at least when you when you try to justify the stuff that you do or the things that you're attracted to, or it's not breaking the law, it's not hurting nobody, it's not designed the third. We say these things, but that means that we have tunnel vision because we're not looking at the whole picture. So in our weakness, that's why the Bible tells us that God can make us strong. Why? Because the voice of God can speak to you and say, son, that's not my will for you. Daughter, that's not my will for you. But if you still decide to make that choice in weakness, then whatever the choice, at least whatever the results, the choices uh, yield, then you got to pay those consequences. And that's why when you talk about wickedness, when the Bible says we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we're we're wrestling against what? Wickedness in high places. You know, so wickedness ain't nothing to be played with the way we entertain ourselves by it, if we're honest, but that we make the justification for the weakness without saying, even in weakness, I still have a, a way of escape of saying I can resist this or I can flee because when you're weak, you just need to get out the room, get off the phone, leave the building, leave the premise, you know, when you're weak, but when you're emotions, because you're not mature, You'll make those decisions out of weakness and then it leads into wickedness. And then hopefully your wickedness don't lead you to even something crazier. Ask Brittany Griner. You know, she can't get out of Russia over some weed oil, which is, I think, entrapment. But that's a whole nother discussion. I'm just still saying, though, you ought to know that you can't smuggle weed through the airport. You know, so it's those kind of things that seem harmless. But then when you get caught up. Like Shikari Richardson. We talked about that last year when that whole thing jumped off. And then she started talking about the other little girl, that the, uh, the little white chick that got off and everybody's kind of patting her on the back like, oh, a moment of weakness. Like, nah. We ought to, if anybody ought to know that we don't get to make certain things and certain decisions. I ain't saying it's right. But you got you to gotta adjust to what you got to deal with. And you right. And that's, really- what I was gonna, and that's why I want to jump in um, right there and ask this question then because truth be told, and anybody can answer this too, um, but like, how do we? Yeah. But how how do we gauge the level of being able to be weak but still find strength? Because like I tell people all the time, and even on my conference calls, I was telling people that's I mean that's called the season of stretching. I tell people that's called a season of stretching because God has to stretch you in those moments of weakness. But a lot of people have a hard time trying to figure out, oh, is this a moment where I can be weak? Or is this a moment where I always have to be strong? Because a lot of people are so focused on trying to be strong, trying to do the right thing, all this other stuff, that when they come to a moment of weakness, they don't know how to handle it. And sometimes they'll put themselves in a position that, you know, something bad may happen, a situation may pop off, but it wasn't because, you know, they're trying to out there purposely do something wicked out there, trying to fall into a trap. They literally just had those moments of weakness and did not know how to be strong in those moments. So how do you say, okay, well, let me, you know what I'm saying, help those people? Because truth be told, being weak isn't strong because we quote the scripture that in our weakness, he is when his strength is made perfect and all that other good stuff. But how do we teach people to be weak but not be wicked. Be weak, but not always make those mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Because weakness isn't always wrong. But at the same time, when you do weakness that causes you, like you said, when you do weakness that causes you to seep over into wickedness, I think that's where, you know, a lot of people go left. Um, I think there's a, I think there's, I think we're trying to figure out too, what, what portion are we actually talking about in terms of is weakness, is your weakness because of temptation? Or is it, are you weak physically because of something? So, you know, you got to kind of really classify that. But when it comes to moral compass and those kinds of things, 
one of the things we can never um, rely on is our own intellect and our own strength. We have to rely on, uh, we have to rely on God. God is the one who is, who, that's even the scripture that I used this past Sunday was said, it said uh, the one who raised, the, the, the God who raised the dead or he raises the dead. We have to stop relying on our own self um, preservation and self uh, self knowledge for that matter. Um, a lot of times, I think that we we as people um, we believe our own press, we believe ourselves, and if we really think about it from the standpoint of how many times have we made the mistakes because we heard something inside or something. Well, I, I can do this this time. I did it last time and I got away with it. Let me do it again. But you know that in the moral compass place that that is not a good thing to do. So when we press past that and then get into trouble and then we want to cry foul and like we something happened wrong, it, it's like we have to come back and actually say, did we rely on our own strength then? Or did we rely on the strength of God? And 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 that's something that you have to make a conscious uh, decision to do. And, and it is it is something that you have to um, make a choice. And I, here's the thing, and I say this all the time, is that we make our choices and we, we serve God choice by choice and not just moment by moment. Some people say, we serve the Lord every minute, every, every minute, hour. No, no, no. You really serve the Lord by your choices. That's when good. a choice comes to you that says, let me uh, do this and do this the right way, or let me do this the way that I've always done it, which is actually wrong. You have to make the choice at that moment to say, Lord, I want to do it your way. I want to do it righteously. Righteous meaning um, his right, God's right way of doing and being. Help me, Lord. And that's my prayer on a daily basis. Lord, help me to do what's right. When a decision comes, give me the strength to be able to do what's right. Now, here's the funny part about that is that I'm not asking myself to do that. I'm asking God to help me. And when I ask God to help me, the scripture tells me that he will help me. He will. If you ask for it, if you ask for wisdom, if you lack wisdom, ask him and he'll give it to you and won't hold it over your head when you ask. So um, I, when it, go ahead. No, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Pastor. So so when so when we have these moments like this and we're talking about even the things we're saying and the things we're singing and talking about. Yes, we have to make some choices. And if you know, here's the thing, if you know a certain song causes you to be able to, for things to rise or you to get in a mood that you got to start all of a sudden lighting some candles and putting some stuff together and, and hopefully waiting for it and trying to go after something that you're not supposed to go after. Uh, let's just say, you know, you don't call so-and-so until you get hot and horny. And all of a sudden, here you go, uh, oh, oh, and this song came on and it caused things to rustle up, then guess what? That thing is something you can't listen to if you're trying to move forward, if you're trying to get out of it. Like you were talking about the other day, what was it, relationships, you're saying, well, well this person is nice and you know, they're my ex, but, but when you hear that certain song or you hear that thing or you hear those words, there's certain things that causes those juices to run. And we have to be careful what we allow into our eye gates and our ear gates. It is what it is. And if something is going to pull you into a bad mood or you see um, that that uh, we need to exhale moment and you see her flicking that match and throwing that match over that over her shoulder and it, and it torching that thing and it makes you feel a certain way. Guess what? If, it, if it's causing you to sin and causing you to go into go off, you can't you can't watch it. Turn it off. You gotta do what you got to do. And I rest my mic on that. I know I went all over, but amen. No, you're good, Pastor Charles. You're definitely good. I think with. 
weakness, I define weakness as those moments where we're more so emotionally intoxicated that we can't control our actions or we're in a place where our perception or our discernment may be off, that we can't make the right decisions. I told people last year that last year would be the year of discernment, discipline, and decision-making. And here it is this year, a lot of people with me now doing my calls and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, well, you went through the first two phases correctly, but the last phase, guess what? We lost the capacity, I guess, to make those decisions. And now it's like, okay, well, is this a decision that you made out of weakness now or is this just a spirit of weakness that is over you that we got to start just working on because i think sometimes like you said i guess for me like i said it's those moments of emotional intoxication that i may feel weak for other people hey it may be like you said those lust things those Oh no, moments of rage. Like even when we talk about the Jasmine Sullivan thing, those moments of rage, frustration, anger, where you want to go bust the windows out somebody's car. Like what separates that from being someone that you would classify as wicked? In intent. Intent. Okay. And, and can you classify that more? Because truth be told, I meant to bust the windows out your car. I meant to. That's exactly so. That that right there is considered to be wicked when you have made the made the decision. But my feelings have, was hurt, Pastor Charles. I did. So then you made the decision. So then you mean to pay for it since you meant to bust them out. Absolutely. Run my money. Like what <laughs> do you mean? Absolutely. But see, that's the thing. When you make a decision to have have the intent to destroy or the intent to malign, the intent to do something wrongful, bad to anybody else, you deserve to pay for that. Mm-hmm. And so that that's the end of the that's the end of the thing. Now here's the sad part about it is is some people say, but I didn't mean it to go that way, but why did you put it in your in your in your case? Or why did you carry the hammer with you when you went uh, over there? What was, I was your mad. intent? I wanted to hurt. The, exactly. And so you have to make some decisions along that way that I'm not going to such and such. You know, here's the thing. You can prophetic. Here, we, we always talk about being a prophetic. Holy Spirit can tell you something ahead of time and yep. let you know what you're walking into. Right. Yep. And you have to make a decision. Now, me, here's my thing. Here's my process. If the Holy Ghost tells me about something that's getting ready to happen, it gives me kind of an inkling of what's getting ready to happen. He has given me then the power to be able to make a decision. Come on, at that I can either say I'm going to oh oh if they do that to me because I mean how many of us have done that? You already have played out this whole scenario yeah, about yeah. what you're going to do if somebody says if they say this to me that I'm going to do such and such and such and that's in your flesh. The enemy may interject some things just kind of help you along the way, but it's your flesh that will say I want to get back at them and I want to kill them and tell God they died. But you have to make a decision. <laughs> You have to make a decision right then that, okay, if God gives you the upper hand on that thing and tells you what's going on, then you have to make the decision to say, even say, Lord, now what am I supposed to do with that? What what do I need to do? Or if you know what to do, then do that and do the right thing. Do the right thing. When a person is, listen, when people are wicked, though, when they are wicked, they have made a decision to be in evil. It is evil. You're talking about sin, not just sinful, immoral, not just all of that. But please understand that that is some person that has made a decision with the intent to harm and to do something like that. Well, so, Pastor Charles, you can, can I, make such can, a great point. Can I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, uh, uh, Pastor Dudley, go ahead. Oh, I, I appreciate you. 
great man of God, Dr. Patton. Listen, I just I just want to because I think that a lot of times, um, you know, I love working definitions, right? I love working definitions, and I think they're amazing. But uh, I just wanted to drop this in the room as as a part of the thought processes, and then I'm going to add my two cents. So give me just two minutes. So here it is, right? I, of course, I had to go get some of the intelligence from um, Dr. Webster Merriam, and uh, because I, I really like to know what words mean, because I think that a lot of times we use words um, and 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 we use working definitions without having the um, the structure of of the general understanding um, and and the factual um, definitions of what these words mean and so I think a lot of times we um, don't properly give value to the words that we speak because um, we don't really have a, a, a great uh, knowledge or understanding of them. And I'll just leave that where it is. Hallelujah and glory to God. And so um, weak means, or well, of course, the, to add the suffix ness, it has to derive from the origin of weak. And so, um, because when you look up weakness, it's going to simply say one who is weak <clears throat> or whatever the case might be. So you have to go to the origin. So weak means lacking strength, not able to sustain easily upset, watch this, mentally or intellectually deficient, right? Another, another um, definition uh, is resulting from a lack or indicating a lack of judgment or discernment. Weak means not able to withstand temptation or persuasion. Right. And so I'm, 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 I'm going to build it right here because I feel real preachy and just because, you know, that's who I am. I can't help that. I'm sorry. Um, and so wicked means vicious. Disposed to or marked by mischief. Disgustingly unpleasant. Causing or likely to cause harm, distress or trouble. Lastly, wicked means going beyond reasonable or predictable limits. And so I'm just going to say that, um, you know, when we talk about, when we talk about the difference um, between weakness and wickedness, right, I, I would just say this in my preachy, my most preachiest moment, Dr. Patton, uh, Pastor Christian, Pastor Charles, um, I would say this in my most preachiest moment, right, weak really speaks to capacity right? It speaks to capability. Wickedness speaks to character. Weakness, weakness says, because what That's it says, good. it says um, that you're mentally or intellectually deficient. You're not able to withstand temptation or persuasion. So that's your capacity to be able to handle something. But when it, when, when you're dealing with wickedness, that's vicious. Vicious means, like Pastor Charles was really alluding to, that's the intent of your heart, right? That 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 goes because he weakness can say, "I'm overwhelmed by my emotion. I just saw my significant other with someone else, and I just don't know what to do with these emotions." And all of a sudden, now I'm looking at something that I did, and I'm like, "Oh my God." How did I get here? That's good. 
Wickedness says this is premeditated. That's why Jesus said, you, 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 you wicked and vile generation. No, this, this, this is, this is something that you, that, that, that's a part of your character. When he called it, he said, you, you, you vipers, right? It, it was about their intention. They were full of venom and they wanted to inject their venom into everyone and everything around them. And so I really believe that when we talk about weakness, we, we, that's why we say then, then um, you know, where we're weak, he makes us strong, right? Because that's our, uh, our capacity. We're not able to really uh, uh, withstand What's it say? Uh, it says that you're not able to um, withstand temptation or persuasion. So when you when when you listen to, you know, whatever song it is that makes you wanna uh, have a two a.m. booty call or whether it's one or 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 no, I'm just being honest, right? Because you're feeling some type of way, right? And 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 you know, um, you know, you used to call me on my cell phone. Late night when okay, um, but 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 or, or or whether you wanna you wanna bust the windows out somebody's car, right? That means that you're weak. That means that there's there's a a, a deficiency there that you're not able to um to to what's it say um to to judge or discern. You're deficient in your judgment and discernment. However, when you're weak, when you're wicked. That I think that because it says go beyond reasonable or predictable limits. Yep, we understand that you're hurt. So we understand you're going to do some crazy things. However, how far are you really going to go? And that was really what I think is, is, is what depicts wickedness. Because just even as the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and those who hated Jesus, they were willing to go far beyond reasonable limits because they couldn't catch him inside of oh y'all ain't saying nothing to me they, they couldn't catch him so they so they had to go inside of his uh a circle to cause to betray him even when 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 uh see when when uh, uh caesar said listen i can't find any wrong in this man but yet they still wanted to sway the crowd and crucify him give us barabbas they went far beyond reasonable limits and that spoke to their character not their capability and with that i'll yield that was so good anybody holy name somebody want to jump in right there well, well I, was, I was gonna say he he with the definition of the words i was gonna say there was an extreme between charles manson and a girl that busted somebody's windows out but they're both still wicked because even in the moment of rage and you do something that you shouldn't do, that came from a that came from a wicked place. And he, even though you may be now one is probably easier uh, to be redemptive from a standpoint because there may be remorse in that moment from the, for that moment of weakness. And it don't mean that recompense and jail time may not still happen to you in your moment of weakness. Because the judge ain't gonna hear that, oh, I'm not a wicked person. I just had a moment of weakness. Well, be that as may, as it may, sir, uh, here's two years in jail and a ten thousand dollar fine. You know, so we must make sure that we understand that there are always consequences for what we do. And as you uh, quoted earlier, Prophet, about the Lord saying that in our weakness, His love makes us strong. 
So from that perspective, that's why the writer of Hebrews is saying, I need you guys to go on to maturity. Because some of us, especially the body of Christ, we have taken on the character of the world. And that's what he talked about in the definition. It talks about character. Character, even when Paul says, be angry, but don't sin. That's what he's saying. You know, so while anger puts you in a place of weakness, because now you're ready to yield to your flesh and yield to the temptation, as James said, let no man say he's tempted of God because we got our own lust. We got our own passions. We got our own mind. We got our own influences. Sometimes it ain't about what we listen to. It's about what we wanted. And either we're going to yield to that or we're going to yield to what God wants us to do, even in that moment of weakness. And I can't tell you, there's been times that it worked for me when I was able to stand down for my emotions. But I got a lot of other times, too, where I didn't stand down. And it cost me. That's why Galatians 6 and 8 is so important. We love 6 and 7 and we love 6 and 9. But we skip 6 and 8. 6 and 8 says that when we when we sow to our flesh, we reap corruption. And that's why we see the corruption in the body the way that we do. We see so many different things going on with us because, honestly, we've sown to the flesh. And when we sow to the flesh and we get mad or we get hurt or whatever the situation that leads to that thing, as... Uh, Pastor Dudley so explained so eloquently is that the weakness means that in certain respects, you allowed that emotion to basically neutralize your better judgment. It's not that you're weak, and you may be, but in certain cases, there are some of us that are very intelligent, that's very strong. But in that moment of weakness, when we couldn't find the capacity to resist the devil or not sin in an angry moment, because Paul was, he was gracious when he said, look, you're going to be angry because that's a human emotion. You're going to be horny. That's a human emotion. And there I say even need because God put that in you. But at the same time, when does maturity kick in? And when does your past experiences of, man, all these baby mamas I got, all these baby daddies I got, this uh, uh, this incurable sexual disease that I got that nobody know I got. I mean, when is that not enough to say that even when evil does show up, I should have some type of experience. Or as he quoted as well, if uh, the Pastor Charles said it, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask for understanding. So we don't have the excuse to be stupid or ignorant or weak because the the the, the, uh, the, the wellspring of, of wisdom is open and the tuition don't cost you nothing. All you gotta do is ask for it. And if you'll do that, then you might make some better choices and some better decisions and have less corruption show up at your door because you decided to sow into the flesh and not the things of the spirit and things that, that makes us mature. But I'm going to go on mute. That's good, Dr. Pat. And do you ever, do y'all ever think, because truth be told, I know people, you've been in, in God 20 years, 40 years, and you're still kind of weak and or wicked. Do you think there's a place that you can that you grow to where you're no longer weak or wicked? <laughs> like, of course, I think you, you can get delivered, I guess, from wickedness, but do you grow out of being weak? I'll tap in on that one real quick. Um, well, first off, good morning, everybody. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Good morning. Okay. Good morning, sir. Um, yeah, I, I think weakness, I think we have proclivities. 
And I think we have areas in life where we have to recognize. I think, well, okay, let me, let me say this. I think with all things, we've got areas we're strong in versus being weaker in. I'm not going to necessarily call it flat out weak, but certainly <clears throat> we're not all strong everywhere, right? Equally. I think there's areas in life where you've got to recognize your capacity in that area is less and you've got to guard, uh, guard against that uh, as best as you can. I don't know that that air, that weaker area ever really gets stronger. And I say that simply because it's not wise to test it if you know that's a spot you're weak in. You're weaker in. You know what I mean? Because there's no point in finding out, whoop, I'm still just as weak there now as I was 20 years ago. <laughs> that's not worth that's not worth the test. You know what I'm saying? I think you're better off to stay in the devil away from that thing. Um guarding it like you always have so that you don't mess around and find out. No, nope, that's not the case. Um, and I, again, I don't necessarily know that we get any stronger in those weaker areas, given some of our, uh, again, the facilities you may have. Um, yeah, I, I think that's what I'm going to say there. I'll stop there. Okay, okay. You, you know, you brought up something, uh, Bishop Anthony, you brought up something. We think about the, we always hear this, but it's true. Apostle Paul talked about it and said, hey, you know, I sought the Lord so many times concerning this area of my life. And, and I just sought him and I sought him. And I said, Lord, I could do better without this. This is, this is a uh, Charles translation. And, and then God comes back and says, you know what? It's okay. I got you because my grace is sufficient. You're, you're, don't worry about that at this point. I want you to know that I've got you and I got you set up. Um, that in this thing, you can still overcome, even with the, the temptation and with the the thorn that's in the flesh. You have it. Yeah, but um, I'm with you. And and so I don't want you to concentrate on that. But even that thing is this in your flesh is sometimes helping you uh, to uh, to know that you still need me, so to speak, if that makes sense. Does that make sense, Bishop? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, and I'm glad you ran to that text because I think that's exactly the point God was trying to make um, when when Paul came and, and, and tried to get that thorn removed. It said, even with this, I can do it. You do in you what I'm doing. You'll understand it's only going to happen because of me, not because of you. You need to realize that. That's good. Let me tell you, I, I, just, I got some I, thorns. I got some, and I love right. Him. I was like, I got I some believe, too, Pastor Charles. I, I, I would, I, I always, and sometimes I'd be like that. I was like, Lord, you know, if I didn't have that in my life, I could serve you so much better. But I now I have to, I flip that thing, man. It's like when I really started to think about it, I said, with the craziness that I've had to deal with in my life, with it, I'm able to do what God has called me to do. So let me just go ahead and calm myself down and rely on His grace. Amen. I'm going. I'm off of that. That's good. Pastor Lewis. I, ju I just add quickly, um, you know, when you talk about strength and being made perfect in weakness and all of that good kind of stuff and how can we overcome weakness, um, strength is directly uh, connected to the proximity of the weak and the power source, right? Um, the cell phone, whether it's by plug or whether it's by Bluetooth, it's 
or its ability to be able to gain strength or to be recharged is directly connected to how close it is to the power source. And so if you want to get stronger in areas where you're weak, then I would suggest that you check your proximity to the source of your strength. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. That's good. That's good. And so if, 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 and, and that's why, um, that's why I believe the Lord's response to the apostle was that, listen, I got you because as pastor Charles just so, so beautifully brought out, what was Paul's first um, his initial uh, statement, I sought the Lord many times. Oh, that means I was close to him. I was in his face. I was trying to figure this thing out. But Come because, on here. because of my proximity to him, then he was able, he was able to give me the intelligence to know, listen, I understand that you're weak, you're deficient in this area, but where you're deficient, my grace covers your deficiency. <laughs> God help me. I said, my grace covers your deficiency. Now, if Paul had never sought God, then he would have never been able to hear God say that my grace is sufficient. And he would have continued to deal with the thorn in his flesh in a way that now, was uh, not good. conducive uh, for his progress, but it Come would have now. paralyzed him in that place. Why? Because he now doesn't know how to handle the thorn, the pain, the, the, the paralysis, the pause, the trauma, the, uh -huh. the tragedy and the trials that come with the thorn but because he was able to be in close proximity to his power source his power uh -huh. source said listen because you're close to me my grace is able to charge you my in God. an area that will that 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 would seem to uh, 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 limit your capacity to be able to handle what it is that you have to handle and so if you want to get stronger in a place where you're weak, check your proximity to the power source. Doesn't make any sense to have a, a plug that's plugged into the wall, but the phone is downstairs. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. No, get that phone in close proximity to that plug, plug it up. And then we'll talk a little while after it stayed. After it's after it's sat a while, y'all ain't saying nothing. After because you you can't just move the phone just because you plugged it up for a minute. No, Paul said, "I sought the Lord many times." Oh man! All right, maybe maybe, maybe we haven't sought the Lord enough. You're the text man. You're the text man. Right. Maybe maybe we haven't sought the Lord enough, so that we're we we remain in a place of humility. Oh God. And we have we see because Paul said, "Listen, I, I I don't have the answer to this. I think a lot of times, um, you know, money. I think that a lot of times we end up going to God, and because we feel like we have uh, this um, grandiose relationship with God, and because there's favor on our life, and, and please know that favor is unmerited. It's nothing that you could do nor deserve, but it's simply because of the love of God for you. Um, so we think that because there's favor on our life, that we can just go to God on on." certain things just one time and get up because we had a little tingle in our spine and we had a little sha-na-na 
our in our throat. That, Come on now. Right. No, no. <laughs> you got to go back. No, that's why the Bible says, um, uh, 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 what does it say, Pastor Christian, uh, Pastor Patton? Uh, there, there, there's um, many refillings. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Huh? There's many refillings. Why? I, that means I got to go back and redip again. I know that I did it once and I know that I'm saved, but guess what? I got to go back and redip again because there are some things. Oh, that means that 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 I, I have to oh, yeah, oh God. All right, I gotta get out of here because I feel something on it. But listen, I just want to say that the the if you want to become stronger in an area that you're weak, check your proximity to the power source. With that, I will yield. Listen, before anybody else jump in real quick, Dr. Pat, I see you clapping, but I want to stop right there. I want to stop right there because the time now is 1030. Hello, Dr. Pat, did you have a comment? Did anybody else want to comment before I... No, I, I was just way. clapping because the brother just really brought it home and, and, and Lassie just really put the cherry on top. There's The other layer is when Jesus said, if your hand offends, you cut it off. If your eye is, is messing, you'll pluck it out. I think we got to have the maturity to understand what really messes us up. And until we do that and we take responsibility for the stuff, and as he said, stay in the proximity, stay, stay close to the power source, then we won't make the excuses for the stuff that's so easily beset us. But I see Dr. Trina in the room. Happy birthday, sis. Happy birthday, Dr. Trina. That's why I was Happy birthday. Right, that's why I was gonna stop and segue, y'all, because Dr. Trina came in, and now we can say happy birthday to my uh, oh. Dr. Trina and Lex at the same time. Hold on, let me take the lead. <clears throat> happy, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday Absolutely not. To happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. No profit. No. Happy birthday. No, sir. 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 No, but happy birthday, Dr. Uh, Trina. How are you celebrating? You, you haven't had your tea yet. You have you had your tea yet? Yes, I was drinking it. Oh, <laughs> you, need, you need to get a little hot, and maybe you need to get a little bit more hot. Yeah, I, but I know that you know. I know you can hit some notes. I know I got faith in you. But thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I wanted to make sure I came in the room. I am going to plan a party. Um, I just uh, um, back channel uh, Rashonda and different ones, so I'm having some people help me plan it because people keep saying, "Are oh, you going to have something?" I'm like, "Ah, uh, soon, soon." So, um, but yeah, I'm excited to be a year older. With the grace of God, I am still here. And so this has truly been a blessing um, in spite of everything else going on. Um, so, and I would ask that you guys continue to pray for my dad. My dad had a stroke yesterday. Uh, so I've got that going on and trying to, you know, so, but I still trust God. So um, I'm believing that everything is working out. He's getting his feeling back in his, in his legs and arms. And so we're going to keep moving forward. But I'm celebrating today because God kept me another day and another year. I'm excited about that. Thank you yes, all. Amen. Hallelujah. Anybody would like to release a special word or something to Dr. Trina? Oh, y'all ain't going to release no birthday prophecy. 
I'm going to bring Dr. Jackie up because she wanted to. I told her I was coming in at your room and she's like, I'm going to come. I'm going to call her. I saw I wanted Definitely. to make it. Hey, Dr. Jackie. Hello, everybody. Hey, Dr. Jackie. Hey, Dr. Jackie. Hi. Hello. Dr. Trina, happy birthday. Happy and blessed birthday. This marks the year of another journey a whole brand new journey, a whole brand new birthing season for you. You mark another year, but you got another journey. You got a whole lot that God has for you to do. And he gave you the grace and the beauty and the elegance, the tenacity, the resilience to accomplish every single thing that he has entrusted into your hands, including his people. So happy birthday to you, blessed birthday. Enjoy your special day. I can't send you any tea because I'm too far away, but I can send you a birthday present. So enjoy your special day and I'll talk to you soon. And thank you all for inviting me into the space. No problem, Dr. Jackie. Thank you for coming in. Hey, Dr. Trina. Have a most wonderful birthday. Know that we love you here in Central Texas. We'll be looking forward to hopefully having whatever this gathering is we're going to have on from Clubhouse here. Hope to be able to uh, see you in person one day and just be able to just bless you and uh, put something in your hand as well. We pray that God would just overshadow you with his power and strength. And especially during this time, especially with the, with your father and all that's going on around you, that God is still faithful and he's good. And he's giving you the capacity to handle anything that comes your way. We want to say happy birthday to you. We love you. Thank you, Pastor Charles. I love you too. I'm definitely going to try to make it to Central Texas. I am definitely trying to get down to Texas. A couple people want me to come to Texas. So that's on my bucket list. Dr. Trini, you going to have a clubhouse party tonight too? Uh, well, I'm Rashonda. Different ones are working on it. I don't. Be, I can't. I can't do it tonight because I have dinner engagements, and so I'm setting it up for some time within the next week. Because um, this week I'll be in New York uh, at the Hamptons, making sure everything is ready for the event. Then I'm taking care of my dad, so I'm going back and forth between. I probably may be in West Virginia starting Monday all the way up until next week. So, uh, but I'm going to pull out a date. So if um, you guys can, I think Rashonda and uh, Ashley, uh, Asia and two other people are trying to put something together. So um, then I'll, I'll be there. They just telling me what to do. So I'm like, okay, uh, I just need a DJ. I think we need a DJ and somebody else, she said. And Steph can come with the music if you want to, too. But yeah, they're supposed to be finding a DJ and something else. Okay, okay. When is the When is the party? Um, I'm, I'm looking at next week. I want to definitely do it, um, next week because it, um, it's definitely before, um, let me look at my calendar here. Hold on. I, from what I was looking at, I want to make sure it's done before the end of the month because I'm, I'm doing something every weekend. And so the, the weekend of the 20, 20, uh, 22nd through the 26th, I'm available. So we might make it around that time because I have, um, before that second week so two weeks from now um so that would be a better week for me that way i can get my dad situated and get him taken care of and then that's right before i get ready to go to jamaica so yep that's be the better week the weekend uh the week of the 23rd through the 26th okay okay 
That's cool. That's cool. I definitely understand that. Definitely. Well, listen, continue to live it up. My birthday is literally in 30 days. Yours is what? March 9th. Mine's is April 9th, Dr. Trina. So that's, that's oh. the best thing. Right, okay. right. So like I, I'll be in, I'll be in I'll be in Jamaica at that time because I'll be just getting ready to come back to from Jamaica so I'll be but I'll think about you I'll, I'll I'll try to get online I don't know if I will because I'm being Jamaica but I definitely will send you birthday wishes definitely definitely thank you so much thank you so much I appreciate it I appreciate it listen to anybody else want to wish Dr Trina any birthday wishes any any birthday words well Dr Trina. Happy birthday oh, so you, okay. to, to you. Happy, happy birthday. Listen, I love you tremendously ever since we have made a, a this divine connection. Um, you have found such a special place in my heart. And I just want to speak this word over your life that this is going to be um, the season um, that God makes you the example right? God is going to make you the example. And he said, tell Dr. Trina, he said, tell my daughter that the example that I'm going to make out of her is you are going to be the examples of manifested notable miracles. Hey, God, that you're going to be the example in the earth to those who you are not only connected to, but those you come in contact with. Uh-huh. That this is going to be the season that God is going to make you the example of notable miracles. And it's going to be such to the fact, Dr. Trina, the Lord says that it's going to be normal for you. That that if 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 there is a moment, a day that passes by where you don't see the manifestation of a miracle, it's going to seem odd to you that something was off in your day. But God says that everything uh, that you put your hands to, every word that comes out of your mouth, be very careful of the words that you speak in this next season as you're on this journey, because God says, I'm backing every word that falls from your lips, says the Spirit of God. He says, be very careful of what you speak. Be careful of how you speak it. Be careful of um, the spirit and the tone in which you speak it because God says, I'm backing every word that falls from your lips. And this is going to be the season that God says, I'm going to put you as the city who sits on a hill whose light cannot be hid. This is your moment of public presentation. That's why you've been getting so many calls. This has been a season of abnormal amount of calls. You've just been getting calls from all over the place. Uh -huh. You don't got to tell me. I know by the realm of the spirit, your email's been going crazy. Your text message has been going crazy. I mean, you're, 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 every, every time you turn around, you say, wait a minute, my schedule really don't even permit me right. to do it during this time. I mean, my, my, uh, what? okay. And so, and, and I, I know you're going to know this is God. I know you know it's him already, but I know you're going to know this is God because you've already even been scheduling for 2023. Uh-huh. You've already been scheduling for 2023. Like, wait, y'all. Okay. I, I, I feel the pull and, and listen, I got, I, I can't do anything. I got to go to 2023 because if y'all want me to come now, I can't come now because I got something to do. But anyway, this is going to be the season, says the spirit of God, that he's going to make you the example of notable miracles and that your light cannot be hidden any longer. No longer can you just be somebody else's best kept secret. Oh 
God, help me in this holy tabernacle. I said, no longer can you be anybody's best kept secret, but you are getting ready to hit the stage and the spotlight of heaven is gonna be upon you. Happy, happy birthday, Dr. Trina. I love you tremendously and I'm just so excited. I'm honored that I have a front row seat to see what God is going to perform in your life. Love you so much. You're going to have me all the tears. Y'all can't be doing this early in the morning. Listen, Pastor Lewis, I love you. Brother Dudley, you are truly a brother. I love you. I love you. I love you. Uh, that was definitely from God um, because I have I just told Dr. Jack, I said, Dr. Jack, we got to do the conference next year. You know, so we just talked about a conference that me and her are going to do together. And I, I was just saying, we got to do this conference. And I'm like, I'm like, well, Lord, what is that? What, what my time at? What my schedule? The next six months, literally the next six months, I am busy almost every other weekend, uh, the next six months. So um, I'm just traveling um, passport ready. I mean, literally. Uh, so I'm excited about that, but I'm excited about the opportunity and my new fragrance, Dr. Jackie is working on. So my fragrant line come out um, this spring. Uh, so um, uh, it's, uh, it's actually Pearls and Lace by Leon. Uh, and so I'm excited about that and, and working on the book. Uh, so there are some things that's from that, um, some other little things that I'm doing. So men will enjoy the fragrance of the woman coming past them, the scent that they will never forget. Um, and so that is definitely for the ladies. Uh, then the other fragrance is black lace is for the ladies as well, but the men will definitely be drawn to them. Um, so that's a, a fragrance of my perfume line that I wanted to make sure you knew about. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited about what's getting ready to happen and what's going on. Um, definitely, uh, I try to pop in as much as I can. But uh, Prophet, I love you. I love everyone. And I'm going to dock my yacht uh, at this time. Hold on, Dr. Trina. <laughs> I was going to say to anybody else on the road. Definitely appreciative of you. You're always concerned about making sure to have the right mindset okay especially the money mindset of a future millionaire um so i definitely appreciate all of your impartation your many prayers the scriptures you have sent um i appreciate you for always hanging me in the right room with the right people that i need to be around and i'm just so grateful for your life so we celebrate you today I want to say Dr. Trina as well. This is Dr. Patton. Um, we've been connected on here for a little bit and been on a lot of stages together. And uh, we have defended the faith in certain respects and learned from each other in certain respects. And there's a grace that is on your life uh, just for expansion and influence that I think all of us are grateful that we know you. And you're another year older as it seems but you're another really just another year better just another year of expanding into unknown and even known territory so we honor you today and say happiest of birthdays to you and we're gonna see you at the top sis because i know that you ain't gonna just be there by yourself you're gonna pull all those that you know that need to be there right there with you so happy birthday sis and many more oh my sister just came in the room i can i bring up dr loretta pierce dr loretta pierce uh, if you don't mind, um, I want to bring her up. Um, she just pinged me. At, well, she just sent me a text message. Say, where are you at? I was like, oh, I'm in the clubhouse room. 
Um, but Prophet, I think you will enjoy her um, coming up to speak for just a hot second as well. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. <laughs> Hi, every. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, hey, Dr. Jackie, is she on here as well? Yeah, I'm looking. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Trina, I was I was trying, girl. I said wherever you're at, I got to get in. So I'm here, and I can't wait to hear what's what's going on in this clubhouse. I'm Loretta Pierce, Dr. Loretta Pierce, CEO and founder of a company called Covenant Cookies, the absolute first African American woman to have a fortune cookie company. And factory too, actually, and um, and God's been good. God's been good. So many more things oh, coming. Oh yeah, yeah. God's been good, and so yeah. <laughs> actually, I'm in the office now working on new products. Um, uh, we have we have Covenant Coffee. Um, and actually, I'm kind of being branded as the first. I don't know why, but. First African American woman to have a coffee roasting company, not a coffee oh. line, but a roasting company. They they sought after me, and it's called um, Covenant Coffee Omega Roast Yahweh Blend Elohim Delight and Jehovah Java are the flavors, and you can find them in what well, was Christian cafes up until a uh, COVID um, nationwide, but in a lot of the mega church. Churches, uh, Joel Steen, uh, Jensen Franklin, in their coffee houses, and um, yeah, everything's kind of the first. So I have a, and I I just want to share this. Maybe hopefully encourage someone that um, <laughs> the scriptures came to me. Uh, uh, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. And I was surely the last. So if you Google my name, you read the story, or watch the Seven Hundred Club, you'll you'll see that I was absolutely counted out to the degree of almost death. I tasted death from domestic violence, 27 days in the hospital fighting for a life I didn't even want, didn't even want, but God, and he has restored everything, the canker worm, locust, caterpillar, moth, anything that ate on me, God has restored over and over and over again. So I'm working on new products. And every time I try to launch out with something on my own, he, he comes back and he's the first. So we have a popcorn line. I'm opening a popcorn company in the city that I'm in now. But we have Atlanta Pops, Miami Pops, Brooklyn Pops, uh, Philly Pops. And, and they will be in the airports. But... The Lord uh, spoke to me on yesterday after I was praying for a mother who lost her son on Friday to uh, the streets. And I said, Lord, I wish my popcorn company, I wish this, this brings me to tears. I said, Lord, I wish that the popcorn store actually downtown was a place people could come because this woman came to my office yesterday just for me to pray with her. And she said, I need God, I need God, I need God. I can't bury my second son. It's her last son. And her grief was unbearable. But I said, Lord, I wish the popcorn shop was a place people could come in and not just pop in for goodies, but get prayer, Lord, get prayer. 
And because it felt so good being that liaison in, in a time of grief. And man, God spoke to me and said, prayer pops. And I said, oh my God, how are we going to do this? When I got these airport contracts, so I'm working on another line uh, where there will be prayers in the bags that will go out. And uh, and I thank God for it. I thank you for just giving me three minutes. They're up, two and a half minutes are up, just to share my heart this morning. And I'm ready to hear what you guys are talking about. Bye. <laughs> when God says witty inventions and ideas, that's why I tell these black girls. Oh, I don't. Hmm, let me keep it cute. Oh, oh, my God. That was so, a scripture it, spoken over me. That way, and you know, I had to find it. I wisdom. I had to find it. Uh, they were spoken over to me 15 years ago. God said he'll give you witty inventions to make wealth. And I'll tell you, I was I was getting a $200 unemployment check. My first contract, my first contract was for $2 million. Mighty God. And I, and I refused it. And I refused. I called my pastor. And I said, Pastor, I have an opportunity for a $2 million contract with a partner. But I just don't know. And my pastor paused and he said, if they offer you two, you'll be offered three. And I refused the two. And God has just been nonstop opening amazing doors. Now I'm going to stop. You, you, it's, it's, it's your chance. <laughs> Dr. Trina, you shouldn't have started with me. People know this is my prayer time. Wendy Williams ain't on her show no more. So at 11 o'clock, if we get out here on time, I get to go into prayer. You just sit me into prayer because I need a woman of God with innovation. I need a woman of God with witty ideas and inventions. Yes, God. She says she the first black woman with her own fortune cookie company. My God, today. Come on, Britney's Biscuits. You better be. Oh, my God. Come on now. Yeah. The queen is uh, baking bits. Y'all girls better be innovative. Y'all better hear this woman of God. Oh. Amen. Yeah, I'm too. Can I say something here? Go ahead, go ahead, man. I knew you was coming. Uh, Come on, Christmas. And 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 it's it's by it's by design. I'm telling you, it's by design because it took me 30 minutes to get back in this room. Um, even requesting that was being spoken. Um. I took but um, it took me 30 minutes to get back in here. I couldn't hear nothing, and I'm like, okay. Hold on. Can y'all hear him? Are you breaking up? Are you breaking up? He's going to see there. The devil don't want me to get this out, but I'm about to. There you go. I'm about to get this out because y'all need to hear this. Uh, it took me 30 minutes to get back in this room, and I said, well, Lord, what is happening? He, he, what, what's going on that I can't get in this room? This this don't happen to me. You know, typically I'm here. I've never kicked out. You're breaking up, yeah. That. He said, well, I've caused a pause. Uh -huh. He said, I caused a pause for you not to be able to get in the room because I had to download something into your spirit really quickly. Hello, can you hear me? I want to make sure you can hear me. Yeah, you feel clear. We can hear clear. you. Sorry. <laughs> but when I when I when I was on pause, 
Because, Dr. Trina, you wasn't in the room when I was in the room. And so I saw your face, and I know that today was your birthday and different things like that. Um, and, and we celebrating you. We celebrating women and International Women's Month and all, you know, all these wonderful things. But God wisdom. He downloaded it into my face. He said, son, he said, I want you to know that there is something that I've given you, but I've also given my people. And I need my people to understand. And I need y'all to repeat this after me. Say, I am a creative genius. Woo. I, I am a creative, creative genius. And the Lord said he has called you to create in this hour. I love it. He can't tell the whole. It's causing you to create. Y'all ain't hearing me. He's causing you to create. He's causing you to create in this hour because you are a creative genius. And I decree and declare that this is your hour to soar. I'm going to have to get off of here, but I decree. I'm not over Okabaha Shaya. This is your hour to soar. Get up and create. Says the spirit of the living God. God bless you. Happy birthday, Dr. Tree. I receive it. Listen, can I tell y'all how strong Christian is in the spirit? I told y'all I was doing sessions yesterday. And I I gave that same word to somebody. And God says, that's for you as well. This is not the season where we just always need that confirmation. Even though it's good to have, it's going to comfort us. It's going to prove some things in us. But God says, this is that season to create. Prophet Christian, I receive that in its totality, man. of God. I received that. Jesus, my God. I'm finna create. I want you to know you still got time. March is not over. Oh, my God. <laughs> the miracles are not finished being released. Come on and now. You have time. You have time. You have. I'm telling you, you, I'm talking to you. You got time. As a I matter of fact, you got 22 days. Y'all ain't talking to me. I Good God. It. We just Jesus. got excited about the two, the 22, and the 22. And on you got 22. If you don't hear nothing else, you got to get up from where you are and go and create. Because God's about to do something in 22 days. <laughs> Jesus. God. Yes, God. Mighty Christ. Thank you, Lord. Prophet Christian, can I just tell you, he, God, I feel the weight of glory. I don't know about nobody else, but I'm sitting back in my chair because I feel the weight of Come glory. <laughs> I feel the weight of and can I just tell you that the Lord spoke to me and he said to tell my people, um, he gave this to me for restoration, but I, I just feel like because Christian released that in here, that God said that this is going to be the month of major mergers, that this was going mm, to be the month good. of major mergers. And uh, Dr. Loretta, uh, I want to make sure I'm saying your name right, Dr. Loretta. I don't know if yes. you're if if you're international as of yet. When Christian spoke international, I felt like the Lord was saying, "Listen, it's you, whatever, what what with your next um, big idea, the next God idea." 
it's going international. Oh my God. I don't know who else that's for in this room, but you better reach up and receive it. You're getting ready to go international. And I believe that this is going to be the month of major mergers, that your your mindset and your money is getting ready to merge together. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Your ministry and the marketplace is getting ready to merge together. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Your ideas and the intention to be able to get them out is going to merge together. And can I tell you that your your networks and your resources, oh God, are getting ready to merge together. And I'm telling you, and usually when there is a merger, there is usually a monopoly that comes with it. Y'all ain't talking to me. God, usually when there's a merger, there's a monopoly that happens. I, I, somebody better grab it in the realm of the spirit. You're getting ready to corner the market. Oh, God. Come on, I receive Ooh, it. God. Whatever, whatever, whatever you're in, arts and entertainment, media, business, government, the church, family, education, whatever your mountain is, you're getting ready to corner the market and you're getting ready to be the authority. Oh, God. And you're, you're getting... Oh, you're getting ready to corner the market and you're getting ready to see the creative genius that you just spoke out of your mouth concern even as the man of god had commanded that we are creative geniuses you're getting ready to feel your creativity wheels turn on a whole nother level some of y'all ain't even gonna be able to sleep keep a notebook by your bed because the ideas and the the concepts and the strategies god is going to download them to you and i'm telling you that it's not going to be many days from hence as the spirit of God that you are going to see the very things uh oh, that you saw. Oh God, I said you're getting ready to see tangibly uh-huh, the very things that you saw in the spirit. Yeah, God, you're getting ready to see what you saw. And God says, prepare yourself because this is, the, this is a, a moment in time that your creative genius is getting ready to merge with strategic download from heaven that is going to produce another level of profit and success. All right, I'm out of here. Amen. Listen, I wanted to say this, uh, Sister Loretta, thank you so much for sharing um, your testimony of God's faithfulness. What I heard though, in terms of in the room, and I heard this word, uh, it's silly it's silly or it's dumb. It's a dumb idea. And you've been, some of you have been hearing that word and you've been trying to uh, push past that and say, well, and, and you just kind of talked yourself out of your blessing by saying that to yourself. Now I want you to start to recalibrate uh, your mouth and speak what the Lord says concerning this thing. Because some of us have made a decision that because this thing, I don't want to do that because just this, it seems lame and all that kind of stuff. And Sister Loretta has come up here and a fortune cookie saints of God, you know, has come up with cookies and names and still God is infiltrating with 
different ideas and strategies to still continue to push the gospel. Stop saying to yourself that that idea is silly. Stop allowing the enemy to stop your idea before it comes to pass. And some of that is not just the enemy, but it's you. And you're scared to do it because you feel like you don't want to be embarrassed. I would like to submit to you in this moment that God has given you the strength and the power to do what he's called you to do and stop speaking down to yourself and and telling yourself that you can't do it. I don't care how silly it may seem. I don't care how lame it may seem. That silly, lame thing can make you millions. Let the Lord give you those ideas. And he's looking for somebody that will be um, bold enough to go boldly when no man has ever gone before. And I rest my mic on that. Be blessed today. If, if I may, if I may something, say something really quickly, um, it, it's funny. I'm going to, I'm going to expound on two things. So first of all, I asked the Lord on yesterday when Miss um, Faye came in um, to my office, uh, when I, when she came in, that was the, the, the woman who lost her son. And after she cried, I knew that my prayers and whatever I could do with the funeral, I knew that it wasn't enough. And as I said, I was working on the popcorn line and my son and I, I, my son works, uh, my oldest child uh, works for a corporation, but I, I see him as when I talked to you earlier about me going through the, um, the, the, the abuse where I almost died. My son lived that with me and he wound up having a nervous breakdown. And for years he struggled uh, because he saw me almost murdered and he felt that he couldn't do anything about it. It's just horrible as a child. And so finally he's married. He has two children, but I knew that his life has been such a sacrifice and he hasn't had that, that thing that made him feel worthy, you know, as a man. And so I, my, my goal was because, I am the parent that has to leave the inheritance for the children and children's children. I'm the only parent. Um, my prayer to God was, Lord, allow me to have a, 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 an opportunity to leave this legacy for my children. And God did it. Well, um, I want my son to come out of my son. It's time to wrap it up and start working. To to. Did you say wrap it up? I'm sorry, that was Google and I wasn't on mute. Keep going. You're good. I don't want to I don't want to always mm-hmm. anyway, anyway, the the company really I wanted it to be for him. And so to make a long story short, I you know, we came up with I did the ideas and City Pops, and I knew I had lots of connections because of my business. It wouldn't be a problem getting it in stores. But but you said the, that you but I I kept expounding on when Miss Faye left and I heard and I talked to the Lord about wanting to have the business where people could get prayer and I heard uh you know the prayer pops I I thought it sounded silly I really did you so the the gentleman that came behind um uh the man of God that said when the when the man of God was speaking first and said those prayer pops when I heard it something popped inside where no longer did it sound silly because my I was telling my son the story last night he said mom I think you need to go back to the drawing board and keep playing with words and 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 get the get the name but that's it and so you said two things this the second gentleman you said dumb and silly and I kept thinking what's oh, dumb this is silly this is stupid this is crazy nobody think I mean come on you're going too far Loretta you're going too far now you want prayers in popcorn on bags and then god reminded me that the reason my business covenant cookies was so successful was because he was in it he was in it and let me tell you something before i before i drop this mic for those of you that wonder 
how can it work? How can my idea work? How can my business work? How can, how can I go from, from the level that I am to multi-million dollar level, or just even if you don't want that, even if you just want the exposure, I will tell you that I had no degree. I tell this over and over. I didn't have, I raised four children, making eight fifty an hour. When I got thirteen fifty, I thought I was balling. You just have to hear all these stories that I that I tell on television. But let me tell okay, okay, let me let me say this. I used to watch the Trinity Broadcasting Network back in the day. I give my life to the Lord with an antenna coat hanger on the back of the TV, holding it so that I hear the word of God. Never in a million years would I believe that one year I'd be holding an antenna on the back of the TV. And a few years later, I'd be gracing the stages of TBN and partnering with the owner's family. And, and so what God did was had me on a TV show where Hall of Famer Daryl Strawberry who is a pastor now, manager, saw me. They sent for me to come to New York. And Daryl Strawberry and his wife, Trinity Broadcasting Network, John Lupo and Chris Lupo, and another group of millionaires, $750 million, Dr. Trina knows the story, wound up partnering with me with my business and taking it to a whole another level only for three years and the Lord spoke to them and told them to give it back to me. So what I'm telling you all this is to tell you that even if you have grand ideas, but you don't see your way of, of, of making it happen, I'm going to give you a quick prayer that I prayed. Lord, I thank you for raising up somebody somewhere with their power, their influence and their finances to help me. Just that one simple prayer opened up a door where God sent the right people at the right time. As of today, just talking, I called to sing happy birthday to Dr. Trina. And I wound up on this call because she told me she was going in the clubhouse. And I had asked God to speak to me in regards to, to prayer pops. And today I got a word from all of you and I'm grateful. I hope I've sold something into your life and I'm dropping the mic. Hey, Prophet. Yes, ma'am. Um, I don't know how possible this is, but could um could you set something up to where I don't know like which week works for you or if you already have stuff planned out, but we do like a virtual vision board because I feel like there's some things that we need to see again before we see them. Um like this room, I know I've been in and out, but this room has been a really great room. Um, but I think we just need to remind ourselves that the possibilities are endless. And I think it would be dope to do a virtual vision board room. That's, I'm definitely down with that. I'm definitely down with that. Um, honestly, the next two days are still open. Next week, we were going to do hygiene week with you guys. And then the week after that is open. So we can probably do it like the last week of March or um, depending on how long we're going to do it, we can do it uh, probably tomorrow or Friday. And I, I if I can say something, Prophet, uh, um, I would probably recommend that if you can get on Loretta's schedule and have her come back and be like a special guest to show how she went from uh, $200 unemployment to um, having millions uh, and, and and working with partners like Adaro Strawberry and 
And she didn't even name all the other people. She didn't name all her other people that she's connected with. Um, but just in having that connections, um, um, because I think right now, aren't you in um, the Carolinas, you said, Loretta? So keep, she's not that far from down in the South Carolina area. Um, she has a couple properties here and there and everywhere. But, um, okay. Go ahead, Loretta. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 Dr. Trini, your mess. I would absolutely, I would absolutely love that. And, um, oh my gosh, I don't know. I think that there's something special about this room. I don't even do club. This is my only, this is the second time I've ever done a clubhouse room. Um, I, <laughs> you know, I, I actually, I'm super busy. But today, I mean, I, I know without a doubt, and Dr. Katrina, you should know me well enough to know that I just don't do this. I just don't. Right. I called to sing happy birthday to you, but I had I asked God uh, for something, and, and he gave it to me today, listening to you guys. So I would be honored to do... Yes, uh, whatever yeah. you need me to do. I, 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 y'all wrecked me today. I'm just gonna keep it real. And y'all don't wreck me today. It will be around your schedule, Dr. Loretta, because I, I know you are a busy woman. You have you do multi uh, projects. So, um, Monty made came up with a great idea. I think that would be, you know, ideal for for to speak over um, people, especially the. The people like Monty B that has a company, she has a, definitely is someone that have multiple businesses doing things. And uh, I, I think that would be ideal for someone, someone to, for you to speak into some of the women and men oh, life. Yeah. Have you have changed some things and, and have companies that are, are, are you can you can see she have facilities, she have buildings, she have manufactured companies um, that are doing things. And so, um, I think that would be ideal. And it's based off of your time schedule. So I, I guess profit will adjust it based off of when you're available. But I think this will be a good idea for. And I for hear the, the Lord say there's so much more. He said, I'm enlarging your terror. Check it Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Even the more. Oh, he came and so, yes, Lord. Thank you. Mansuri didio shabaha. Ega, shikana. Ooh, Lord, I'm on second There's there's such an influx of employees. I see I see you hiring so many people. I, I see your payroll is almost a million dollars a month. He said, I can trust you. You will be a household name, Mansika. 
Yes, Lord. Well sought after. There still places and platforms that your feet have not touched where your, man, your name has already been mentioned. There's some boardrooms that your name has already been mentioned and they're about to call you in. God said there's so much more. Oh, ba 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 ba. Shanda, because I come and do who she had a da 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 Oh, ba 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 ba. Shaka, Ikando, Otabahaya. Train your your son. Train your son. Train your son. No, 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 no. Train your son. It is you. Ikarabahaya. Shakaman soba. Train him to be a sukuna na na na. Bring it to the God said, even bring him closer. So he will understand the affairs. Anna. Jesus. Thank you. There's more. There's so much more. There's so much more. And I, the Lord, am going to do just what I said, says the Spirit of the Living God. God bless. Thank you, Lord. Miss Loretta, yes, I'm not going to do like my brother just did, but I will say you gave us your little Easter speech today, and though I appreciate it, but I have heard your full story, and so I know it would bless the rest of the room. So we are just so grateful you could join us this morning. So God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. J- uh, Trina. Y'all done racked me today. I'm telling y'all, I got a I'm crying. Lashes falling <laughs> off and everything, you know. But if you only knew, if you only knew what you, oh my God. Oh my God. If you only knew what you, what you said. Yeah, um, I'm kind of wrecked too. I'm kind of wrecked too. I'm receiving everything that y'all gave her. <laughs> I'm receiving everything that y'all gave her because I'm praying the same anointing with my business and my ministries as well. So I receive that as well. And I'm pushing you as well, woman of God. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to back channel you once we get off here. I got a lot of things going on right now because y'all know once 11 o'clock start, it'd be time for us to go to work because we don't like holding you all morning, but we do like starting our morning off with God, with a little inspiration, with a little music, with a little motivation, with a little worry, with a little prayer, with a little something to make sure we start this day. So I thank you for even coming in the room, gracing our room, for even giving that word, um, confirming that it was something special about this room. I'm telling you, every time I hear that uh, from somebody, it just puts a smile on my face because I know that I'm actually operating in the will of God. And sometimes it's hard for me as well. Sometimes I don't want to do it. But truth be told, it is a blessing each and every day. It really is. So I'm glad that we were able to be a blessing to you today. And I'm glad that you were able to come in and be a blessing to us. But listen, um, thank you. 
No problem. No problem. Listen, um, be looking for that back channel for me. I just followed you as well. So I'm going to be back channeling you because I would love to um, actually set up that date where we actually interview you um, because we officially did our first interview this week, guys. So yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. So we can be actually doing some more. Um, and I'm probably um, going to, you know, check with you and see, see when you're available. Uh, Monty, that um, idea that you gave me, it's looking more so like uh, the last week in March, more so the week of the 28th. And then maybe the same week we bring Miss Loretta in um, if she's available that week. Um, probably kind of like we did Dion, just for like the 10, hour, the 10 o'clock hour that way we can give our whole hour to talk about certain things and feel free yeah if y'all ever have those ideas and if you're in the moderator chat that we have on instagram feel free to send me those ideas feel free to remind me of those ideas and help me plan those things because this is a great room and i would love to continue to impact people in a better way but hey it takes people like you i tell you this ain't just my room honestly this is our room because this is a family and this is what we need in the body of christ we have a good time without even going to church without being being in the four words four walls of church truth be told we be at our desk in the office in the cubicle acting up so <laughs> so i love this room and what we're gonna do we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up there because y'all know we got a busy day ahead of us uh yeah i know it's time to get ready for lunch too i don't know what y'all got in the cafeteria but i know what's in my kitchen this gumbo lord have mercy so i'm gonna go ahead and finish that off but again i want to thank dr trina for coming in i want to thank miss loretta for coming in i want to thank everybody who's been in the listening lounge all day hanging out with us everybody in the audience hanging out with us. i want to thank you guys so much hey make sure y'all go to apple Podcasts, um google Podcasts, spotify our heart radio all that good stuff to check out that interview that we had yesterday with with Prophet Dan Brown, where we had the conversation around letting the millennial prophet speak, which is a conference that he hosts, as well as something that's going on in the land right now, where the young voices are actually coming to the forefront. I think that was a powerful conversation. So I'm gonna plug that real quick. But no, guys, let's PTR, let's wrap this thing up. Let's PTR, let's try to get out of here by 11.30. Let's try to get out of here by 11.30. We're gonna go ahead and wrap this on up with final remarks and question of the day. And y'all know I always like leaving it light when it comes to the question of the day, I don't like I always, you know, just having it still heavy. So I like leaving it light when it comes to the question of the day. So the question of the day is going to be some real light. You know what I'm saying? Hope, hope is funny. Hope is funny. Hope is funny. You know me, I'm a funny person. But and I thought this question when I seen it because I didn't come up with this question on my own. But when I seen this question, I thought it would be interesting and something good to ask you as the question of the day, especially when we needed this question to lighten up the mood when we being so heavy. You know, because we be heavy and then I be need to be like come on let me come back up let me come back up because lord have mercy y'all be having me on the floor on my face in travail almost i'm telling you i'm telling you but that's why i save until after i get off here and i get ready to you know go and pray and then take my nap it's nothing like a good combo of prayer and nap oh jesus that's when you seek god for real put you on some prophetic music start praying and i'm telling you that holy sleep come over you I'm telling you, that'd be the best nap in the world. <laughs> but no, for real, for real, I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here. My final remarks is, this was a fantastic room. It was a blessing as always. It is literally a blessing as always. I'm so excited to be connected with such amazing group of people and that we're able to come in here each and every morning and, of course, have great conversation, listen to great music. But we're also able to glean from each other, inspire each other, be a blessing to each other. And that's the best part. That's why I think that we're not only just having a radio show here, but that's why I like that this started on Clubhouse. Because even though we're having a radio show, we're having a podcast, we're also building a community. We're also building a 
ministry. And this is so amazing to me. And I love it. I really do love it. So, yeah, that's my final remarks. As far as the question of the day, the question of the day would be, and money, I kind of can already guess yours. But <laughs> the question of the day said, if you were forced to wear a warning label, what would yours say? If you were forced, like if you had like a tattoo warning on your forehead or you had to wear a necklace with a warning sign around you, I wonder what yours would say. Miles would automatically say, I'm extremely goofy. I'm extremely funny and clumsy. So please charge it to my head, not my heart. That's just, you know what I'm saying, what them old folks saying. Because you liable to get around me and granny. The Holy Ghost going to show up and we're going to have fun that way. But I'm the goofiest, silliest person around you. So expect to bust your guts and laugh and see me do something silly or crazy because it's just, it only be happening on purpose. It's just by nature. Like, God just, I don't know what he, it just looked like he poured all of the clumsy jaw in me. Like, he just dumped all 100% of the clumsy jaw in me for some reason. So, yeah, that would be my warning sign. So, yeah, PTR, PTR, pull to refresh to see where you guys are, are on the stage. See where you guys are on the stage, and we're going to go in that order. Started with Pastor Charles, Pastor Lewis, and so on and so forth. Pastor Charles, it's on you. Final remarks and question of the day. What's your warning label if you had to wear one? Uh, great room. Um, in Jesus' name, I seal the words and the work that I heard today. In Jesus' name, let it not fall to the ground, but, Lord, let it continue to keep where it's supposed to be. In Jesus' name, let it stay. In Jesus' name. Anyway, if it's a great day, great room. Um, if I had a warning label, um, uh, it might be um, encourager here. So if you're depressed, get out of my face. God bless. Oh, we cannot encourage you here. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, Pastor Charles. That's what's up, though. That's what's up. Uh, Pastor Lewis, it's on you. Pastor Lewis, you there? It's okay, but I'll come back too. Big Brother Keith, it's on you. Final remarks and question of the day, sir. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Of course, I was deep diving at work, so I couldn't participate, but I heard everything and I enjoyed um everyone in the room, everybody's perspective, point of view, words, all of it was wonderful. Uh if I had a warning label, if I could wear a warning label, mine would say simply try Jesus. Please stop trying me. I'm so weak, Keith. <laughs> 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 try Jesus, cause stop trying me. A week, a week. Try Jesus, don't try me, cause trust me, I fight. <laughs> Money, <laughs> go, go for it. Final remarks and question of the day. Definitely a great room from what I was able to hear. Like I said, I was in and out. Um, mine's is kind of like Keith, but mine's is. Don't try me or Jesus because we're going to be turning tables because we don't play that. I'm not. Money, you just be ready to fight uh, somebody. Read your Bible, okay? They, <laughs> they, Bible. they made Jesus mad, okay? He didn't play that. So you just going to turn over tables just because you mad, though? Me and Jesus, we turning tables all 2022. A week, not turn the tables off 2022. So you like, Kate Michelle, you shaking the shaking table. Shaking the table. <laughs> you petty. I'm so weak. All right, Money B. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Miss Lashida, it's on you. Final remarks for the room and question of the day. If you had to wear a warning label on you, what would it be? 
absolutely amazing room tears everywhere here in the office that's the beauty of being here by yourself jesus i could just lay out do whatever i need to do and get on up my god just amazing space dr trina you came on through with that fresh wind up in here bringing miss loretta on through here <laughs> turn the room out my god but thank you thank you and have an amazing amazing time in jamaica get a tan girl yes ma'am um as far as my warning label it would definitely have to say proceed with caution extremely optimistic that's what i would say yeah ducking all bad vibes yep there it is. A week. A week. Oh, oh, man. I'm extremely optimistic. One of mine, another one of mine would be, don't give me your stuff because I will lose it. I'm sorry. Don't, don't give me You can't give me Don't give me your stuff. Don't give me your phone. Don't give me your purse. Don't give me your keys. Don't give me, no. I do not keep up with other folks' stuff. Sorry. Don't give me your stuff. Um, Dr. Trader, what, I'm throwing it over to you. Well, this has been a great room as always. Thank you for the birthday shouts and everything. I I would say I have I probably a A and a B. I like proceed with caution as well. But mine would be um uh what which what I, I had two of them. I was like, oh, I might do this one. Um, mm, I better not say that one because I won't give people the wrong uh, a thought. Um, don't take my kindness for weakness. Don't take my kindness for weakness. Proceed with caution. That's what I would say. Don't take right, my doctor. kindness for weakness. All right, doctor. Proceed with caution. Doctor Trainer. Doctor Trainer. You try to keep it cute on that one, huh? Yeah, I was trying because some, you know, people take it kind of, you know. So proceed. Yeah, don't take my kindness for weakness. Proceed with caution. All right, it's the subtlety for me. <laughs> Dr. Trudeau said, I'm going to be subtle on that one. <laughs> I definitely understand that one. Listen, <laughs> y'all remember Kevin, uh, what's his name? Will, Will Johnson came out with that shirt back in the day that said, Try Jesus, not me. He cares. I don't. He died. I didn't, but you can. That would be another one that I, I, I label I have. Me and Monty. Me and Monty oh. would be walking around with that shirt. Y'all pray for my brother, Kevin. Please, Jesus. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Rashonda, I'm throwing it over to you. <laughs> well, this room was absolutely fantastic. It's had its highs and lows and what in the world moments in here today. My goodness. But uh, I appreciate when the shift comes. Amen. I just love how Dr. Jackie and Miss Loretta came to just honor Dr. Trina. And the room shifted again. So, I'm super grateful for that. Uh, my shirt, as Lashina and others call me, the wild card, because you never know what you might get with me. <laughs> yes, Lord. So I definitely say, warning, I'm a wild card. Tread lightly. That's what's up. That's what's up. I definitely understand that. Not the wild card shirt. All right. Alrighty, who is it all? Hold on, I'm gonna throw it um to Miss Jackie, Miss Loretta. Then I'm gonna throw it back up to Prophet Lewis and Kristen if they can. Um, Miss Jackie, final remarks on the room and question of the day. Okay, the room. I think this was my first time here, maybe second, but this is a wonderful room. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've stayed 
as long as I have because it is very encouraging and enlightening. My label is, it would say, warning, fire starter for the kingdom of God, come and watch me burn. Okay, now. Come on here. Okay, now. Yes, God. I like that one. Listen, give me that shirt. I like that one. (laughs) Right. Dr. Jack, you need to give me that shirt. (laughs) Hallelujah. I like that one. Fire starter for God. That's what I'm going to put the uh, proceed with caution label on, too. Put that little symbol on there and be like, yeah, proceed with caution. I'm a fire starter in Jesus' name. (laughs) I'm going to throw it up with Miss Loretta. Miss Loretta, uh, fire remarks and question of the day. Okay, I uh, told y'all you wrecked me. Y'all wrecked me. This was, uh, listen, if you're a moderator, if this is your room, please know that this is an anointed room and God is in the room. And they, they, listen, everything has full circled from my dreams last night to me working. Anyway, long story short, I have to say this. The Lord spoke to me last night in my dream. Well, over this whole popcorn, prayer, popcorn, prayer. And here's what he said. Are y'all ready to hear this? On the packages, God said to put a warning label. When you said warning, I almost fell out crying. I said, no, 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 no. But here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. I did not remember it. I would not have remembered it. I did not. You know how it is. You just said it. Write it down. So when you said what the warning label, I was thinking, should I tell them this? But I didn't know you were going to ask questions. So my warning would be the same warning that the Lord told me to put on the popcorn. And I can't wait till y'all see it. I need everybody when it get done so you can get bags of prayer pops. But the warning is warning. Contents in this package may cause inspiration. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on with you. that. Oh, my God. I wish I could send you the screenshot because I was sending it over to the graphic guy when you said I said the warning. The warning label guy. I forgot about it. Warning contents in this package may cause inspiration. Prayer pops. I like that. Yes, ma'am. I really like that. When you come to Atlanta, please call me because I'm running business. That's really nice. Yes, let's do it. Please hit me up. Oh my God. Oh, that was real. And where yeah. are you? And where are you? You in Carolinas? Well, yeah, I have a place in Atlanta as well, though. And so, but I'm in, I'm in my, uh, my factory is on Ponce de Leon, uh, in Industrial Boulevard. Okay, um, I know a Ponce. Yes, uh huh. Right. And but I have a bakery here in the Carolinas, and a factory in California. So I'm in the Carolinas. I have grandchildren here, but a son in Atlanta. So I'm there all the time. I'll be there next weekend. Actually. With, um, she's not that far from you. Uh, I don't think she's that far from you. So you, you can back channel her and ask her. But yeah. I think she's. I don't think she's you that's far from um from Keith in South Carolina. Yeah, because I'm in South Carolina, Columbia. Okay, Spartanburg. Yeah, that's not that far. Nope, nope, nope. I'm in Columbia all the time. Spartanburg and Greenville, right next to each other, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I got some people in Greenville. Chris, who comes in here, Christopher, who comes in here. Um, Chris Corner, she's from Greenville. So, yeah, we got some people all up in your ear. Y'all know I'm international, so I know people everywhere. But, yeah, we got some people up there. We don't have to definitely connect. Hair, lunch, brunch. I'm a, I'm, a, ooh, I'm coming to, uh, to the popcorn place just to be in there chilling and inspiring people. 
Can I be you better come on. <laughs> Listen, I'm a brand ambassador for a living. Can I just be one of the brand ambassadors? I'm saved. <laughs> That's what she had cup in nine days. I'm saved. I love God. <laughs> and I got a free smile. I'm going to be up there inspiring people with the popcorn. Listen, I'm going to be your full endorsement. I received that. Listen, I'm so excited about this role. Let me throw it back up to um, Prophet Lewis for final remarks. I'm not seeing Pastor Kristen had to go, but I'm going to throw it over to Pastor Lewis for final remarks question of the day. Pastor Lewis, you there? Okay, cool. If not, awesome. I'm going to throw it over to Pastor Charles then to go ahead and give us a closing prayer because y'all know I'm warming up my gumbo because it's time for me to eat. I don't know about y'all, but it's almost lunchtime here. The time now is 11.30, and it's time to go ahead and wrap it all up. So I'm going to throw it over to Pastor Charles to give us our closing prayer, and we're going to end this road. Pastor Charles, it's on you. Thank you, Lord, for this divine moment, this time, this providential moment, this Kairos moment. Lord, thank you that we were allowed to use Kronos to get here, but Kairos has taken us out. We thank you that as we hear the things that we've heard today, Lord, let it be close to our hearts. Let us continue, Lord, to be able to have these things running in our spirit, that we'll be able to run after them. Thank you, Lord, also, Lord, for the pen of a ready writer, that we'll write the vision and make it plain so that they may run that reads it. We thank you now for this day. Thank you, Lord, for uh, Dr. Trina, Thank you, Lord, for this providential day for her. There's another revolution around the sun. Bless, Lord, everybody that's in this room, name by name, person by person. Let your glory and your power manifest in this day that we'll know that we've been with you. We give you praise, honor, glory belongs to you. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, listen, y'all, I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. And my prayer is that you will have a peaceful, positive, and a productive day. Listen, I will see you guys tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up With The Prophet. Be sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all, all your podcast platforms, all your radio platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram as well because we're taking this room and this platform to another by blessing people one day out of a time. So thank you guys for being in the early morning praise party room. Listen, I'll see you guys tomorrow at 8 a.m. This room is ending in three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Bye.